Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News, talking about Halo Infinite and Battle Royale, a whole lot of bad PR, and why I don't think Battle Royale can really save the game. Really in a bad way. Even the Halo cookbook seemingly making things worse for them. If you enjoy these streams, check out all the links below as a way to support the channel directly, or make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these live streams. I try to give you all the goods right here at the beginning before we get into the discussion. This is a Reforge update. Halo Infinite Battle Royale details continue to leak out and emerge, but will this be enough to put the game back on course in light of some of the very disappointing updates, news, and even a cookbook that frustrated the community recently? If you like these quick Reforge updates, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these updates. I'm going to pull this from thegamer.com. I thought they had a very good opening sort of summary. They said that it's safe to say Halo Infinite players are becoming increasingly frustrated over the game's lack of new updates and modes. Campaign Co-op and Forge are both being continuously pushed back, and the game's community director, Brian Gerard has been doing his best to try to ease the concerns of worried and irritated fans. Halo Infinite is at a stage where it needs to do something drastic to keep players happy and to drag back those who have already left. Now, there are people that think Battle Royale will do that. It will pull people back. It will make fans happy. There was even recently a huge Halo Waypoint blog post that said so much but also said very little. Some people even, I went to YouTubers that kind of cover Halo, they're like, this seems sort of out of touch with community concern. There's things in here that we've never seen complained about and uh, they're saying, look man, we need a whole lot more than very bland or you know, disappointing updates. Pushback updates, the idea that like certain things aren't going to land when they said. Now what is in the leak. We've already gotten leaks before about a battle royale, so what's contained here? Basically, the text reads, every Spartan for themselves, level up your loadout by earning personal score to be the last Spartan standing. So it's being described or titled as Big Team Battle, Last Spartan Standing. Now, we don't know the size and scope of this. Is it going to be 40 or 50? This is very different than the details we heard prior to now that it would be like squads of three with 30 to 40 people or a certain number of squads. This sounds very different. This sounds like the traditional battle royale of one person sort of wins. Many people are thinking this could be like sort of twisted or set in, you know, like if you think about like the Apex Legends and Call of Duty titles, this could be a bit of twist on that. Now, I want to talk about why it won't save them. Like, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, negative, or just beat up on Halo, but I think this is too little, too late. Many people have already moved on. They're like, look, man, it's just time for new games. It's time to do new things. Halo has run its course. I also think the Battle Royale market is a very saturated market. You need to hit a level of excellence that the game is not currently hitting, so I'm not sure how a battle royale would actually be successful. Given how saturated the market is, you need to be absolutely great. There cannot be flaws, mistakes, or mishaps. 
At this point, they can't even get the basics of their base game right. How will they get a battle royale right? I don't have a lot of confidence in their ability to lean in and venture out into this venue. The community largely just wants really good Halo, and they may reject it. They'll say, listen, you're now, I guess, ignoring the base game, or you haven't even got base parts of the game right. You're continuing to push back pretty significant features. There's also been continued PR problems, which I think just shakes consumer confidence. The the, the Halo cookbook isn't the only sort of thing ticking people off. Uh, this this was in other Halo-related news from thegamer.com. They said Master Chief actor Pablo Schreiber had a message for fans hoping for the failure of Paramount's Halo TV show. In a message on Instagram posted, he said that, quote, the fans rooting against the home team, like basically fans are rooting against the game and the franchise and the show, which is a incredibly weird way to couch the criticisms that people have made about the show. Things are not looking good for the Halo brand, and I really don't think Battle Royale has the strength to pull it out of the gutter. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Always feel free to check out Reforge Gaming where I stream live. Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the updates here. I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I want to know what your thoughts are on this. The the, the game just continues to sort of fall down the hill, as it were. You know, it did not really in a good place. Community very, very irritated. Also just seems to be a general lack of care. I mean, people, the, the, the videos that are doing well, I was sort of doing some research on YouTube. The videos doing well seem to be the videos that are very negative or kind of beating up on the game so i appreciate you guys being here this morning do the things right the stream has just started we need those likes make sure you're on live chat the first 100 likes would really help us youtube has been making some changes so make sure you're checking the channel every day you might not see my videos recommended you might not get notifications youtube has been fiddling with the front facing ui they've also been fiddling with where live streams land We're here Monday through Friday regardless, okay? So make sure you're subscribed and having the bell button checked and make sure you're checking the channel every day if you haven't been seeing my streams. Good morning, Feed. Good to see you. Halo stopped innovating and has been playing catch-up with every other game, says NorQuest. Yeah, I want to ask you guys just generally. Let's get a poll going here. Halo uh, Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested. I just want to know if people are even interested in Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Just gauging interest. Halo Infinite Battle Royale are you interested? Keep in mind Halo multiplayer is totally free so if they threw in Battle Royale as an existing player longtime fan, maybe you never touched a single second of Halo or Halo Infinite. Are you interested in a Halo Infinite Battle Royale? I mean, you know, not necessarily looking to buy a Halo cookbook but you might jump in to some BR. Is it weird, chat, that I've never played a Halo game? I don't think that's weird. No, there's plenty of people that have not touched the franchise. Maybe they were primarily on PlayStation. Maybe they just never really knew anybody with an Xbox, right? People are saying yes. I guarantee you there are people that are saying yes. They'd be like, well, I'll check it out. I mean, if it's free, I mean, to a certain extent, why wouldn't you, right? Halo BR makes me want to take uh, my pants off. It's weird. (laughs) 
Uh, is last man standing just no team's deathmatch with no timer? No. Last man standing and king of the hill are sort of interchangeable a lot of the times for essentially what battle royale is. It's it's last man standing, it's king of the hill, it's battle royale. Like they're all very uh, you know, very very similar. Lono your voice comes out before your lips move like you're out of sync. Am I out of sync for anybody else or is it just you might have to refresh um let me let me check on my own phone just to see uh, if we are if we're dealing with anything uh, weird this morning. Um, no, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's totally synced up. Just refresh if you're having any kind of an audio sync issue. Sometimes. Sometimes if you're in the stream before I go live and it just like starts auto-playing, it might be a little bit out of sync for you. Yay, Battle Royale, load in, 30 seconds dies, back to the main menu. Yeah, everybody's saying it looks good to me. Okay, cool. Um, same not synchronized? Yeah, I would just I would just refresh. It's probably because you were in the stream before I went live. It's just the player playback thing. Nothing, nothing severe going on here. Uh, Senate says, I don't really know what Halo needs. Uh, I'm not interested. I've never liked Halo, says Nick. Well, and, and, and what, what Chronic Spin Dash is bringing up is certainly something that they've had to consider because every Battle Royale deals with that, right? Every Battle Royale deals with the idea of nobody wants to drop in and die right away. Also, nobody wants to drop in, invest a significant amount of time getting their loot, and then as soon as they go to venture out, they die. There can certainly be a, a flat tire and, and disappointing pattern in Battle Royales. Now, a Halo Infinite Battle Royale would probably look very different. As I read the description, you're going to upgrade your loadout by getting more points or whatever. So you're not, like, I would imagine you would drop and start with very basic gear, very basic weapon or loadout, and as you progress and win, you get more stuff, which means when you get to the end, you would probably be facing other players who have done the same thing. So you're not necessarily going to have that RNG element. I mean, I don't want to read too much into the description, However, that is something that has always frustrated people in Battle Royales, is the RNG. Like, I get to the end, and this person has a better gun, stronger shields, or whatever. They manage to find more stuff than me, and that's why they beat me, right? It says here, level up your loadout by earning personal score to be the last Spartan standing. So the idea would be... As long as you're engaging and leveling and getting a score, you would get to the end and fight another player who's been doing the same thing. And if they have better gear than you, well, they probably did more than you, got in more fights, their loadout has been more leveled up. I think that's probably a pretty, honestly, a fair way to do it. I've always thought it'd be pretty cool if they experimented with this in games like Apex and Fortnite. What if every gun was the lowest tier, and the more you used it and successfully got damage and kills, the more that the gun leveled up. So if you get to the end of the game and your weapon is terrible, as are your shields, it's because you've basically been hiding the whole time. Now, I know somebody would push back and say, sometimes you literally just can't find players. Right, but wouldn't it be better 
to get to the end and be like, well, I couldn't find anybody, and that's a real bummer. My gear is weaker. I, I'm, I'm probably going to loot to lose but it would also promote aggression like i'm gonna go look for fights instead of hiding now rich get richer hilly's bringing up here would annoy billy no thumbs it certainly would yo perfect paradox renewing their gaming membership thank you so much guys we are thinking through doing membership incentives And one of the ideas that we have is instead of moving the Friday night Madam streams over to first look, we would do them here and make them members only streams. I'll periodically just throw some ideas out to get your feedback. I don't want to disrupt the show to talk about it. We would love to get ideas from you about member incentives just to give you some perspective. I am doing 16 streams a week and none of the content is member incentive driven and we think we're making a significant mistake by doing that. I'm I'm doing three times the work that I used to do and we're not doing anything to drive membership and we're seeing that. Like nobody's nobody's people are continuing their memberships and joining but we're not getting new members and we're trying to think of ways to do that. So I don't like the idea of putting stuff behind membership but we've got to come up with some ideas because we do not generate enough ad revenue here. We need membership to have growth. And so we're trying to get creative. Um, so thank you, Perfect Paradox, for renewing. Apex does this with shields. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. 10% off the coffee would be nice. Yes, we're considering we're considering doing like coffee discounts that we would funnel through the Discord, and uh, we're working through that. We are also trying to do like, you know, about five coffee sales a day. So if you haven't ordered coffee, check it out. Uh, if you've never done a membership, we would love to see a couple of members a day. That would also be amazing. We really need to see those things start to happen, which is why we're thinking through incentive. Skilled players don't need to be further rewarded for their skill. They already got rewarded by killing half of the lobby, says Nick Schrader. Right, like the rich get richer element will certainly play in a system like this. Yeah, we were thinking member game night, but we would probably do it like once a month. So instead of me and Madam streaming on a Friday night, we would say, hey, last Friday night of every month, we're going to be playing Halo or something or Fortnite or whatever the case may be. We'd give you plenty of warning. We would try to pick the free games so anybody can be involved. And if it's a members only stream, we don't have to really worry about turnout and viewership, which is one of the main reasons we stopped doing it in the past. Um, yo, good morning, Bell. Wait, so changes no team's deathmatch to a BR, one life in a shrinking area, is that not it? Yeah, that's basically what Battle Royale is. Yeah, you do a shrinking area, no teams, you're by yourself, and it's Battle Royale. Right, exactly. Really big maps, lots of people. Can Halo survive without a Battle Royale? Yes. Can Battle Royale help Halo? Also yes, says T-Bone. Here, here's what I think about it, T-Bone. I think they've got a long way to go before they do anything with Battle Royale. I think they need to spend this year literally getting the game back on course. You need to win back everybody's confidence. You need a much better battle pass. You need a much better seasonal design. The Halo Infinite events. What the frick are these? These are terribly designed, right? All these things need to be put on course. You need to basically prove yourself before you start trying to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Think of it in that perspective. It's like you're trying to turn yourself. You want to go from being an alligator to a velociraptor. Okay, well, no, you're not even a good alligator right now. Like if you think in the realm of like Pokemon or thinking like 
if you could, you know, imagine in some fantasy game where, uh, you know, you would take an alligator and evolve it up to like a velociraptor, make it stronger and faster. Well, it needs to be good at that first. Like, they need to just be good at being Halo. ADJC with eight months, double dip squab. Join the club. Good talks and laughs. Thank you, ADJC, for eight months of membership. Welcome on back in. This would be the most Microsoft thing ever. Always late to the party and out of touch, says Unatoned Gaming. Uh, Sichuan says, if I believed 343 could make a Halo BR, I would be more pumped. Just have not been able to innovate on the series. Yeah, I just, I don't see proof of concept. Yeah, Eugene's saying the same thing. Can 343 make a BR? Hopping Rabbit says, the game is dead. A BR is the only cash grab they can try to make back the 500 million spent developing this turd. Ooh, that's that you're, you're swinging pretty hard at him. Hilly says, I don't think the matchmaking will cope yet with BR. They took over a month to get big team battle working. Keep in mind, Hilly is very much a, a big Halo fan, and I think what he's saying is very, very important. It took them a really, really long time just to get the matchmaking working for big team battle br would be a significant challenge you're talking about way more people way more things going on bigger areas more connections more potentially you know more potential instability can halo survive no says creature i think microsoft is in a position where they have to choose which one has to go halo or 343 people who have faith why says eugene Can the dev that has failed at a Cornerstone franchise for 10 plus years really enter a saturated market and succeed? That was my logic during the open, Eugene. I said, listen, this is such a saturated market. Your BR would need to be excellent, like top shelf, undeniable excellence. There would need to be zero problems with it. It would need to be absolutely impeccable and and I'm not seeing that I'm not seeing that quality from them where you know hey yeah they they do a really really good job they're really really excellent at uh you know at at they're you know they're really really good at, at creating a battle royale they're really really good at the basics they, like they can't even get the basics right it's like like what hilly said it's like you guys couldn't even get big team battle to work and you expect us to, to, to buy into a battle royale. Uh, Lono is wearing... Oops, uh, let's see here. I gotta update this really quickly. Lono's wearing a shirt from 80s T's video game collection. Use uh, code Lono for 30% uh, percent off. Let's see here. There we go. Alright, I'm updating the shirt command. I'm gonna start pointing you guys to the shirt collections... Uh, I'm going to start pointing you guys to the shirt collections. Uh, so use the shirt command again. I've just recently updated it. That, 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 other, that other response is, uh, is not correct. So if you guys are just tuning in, we want to know what you think. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested? Yes or no? Let's check the poll numbers here. Closing in on already almost 200 votes. Let's have a stronger poll result. Hopefully we can have a stronger day today. You know, YouTube has just been beating the snot out of us. I, they're, they're changing something. So uh, some people think it's because we did too much Elden Ring, but last week we covered a handful of topics and did just fine. Same with the week before. We've been dipping our toe back into variety and not being this punished for it. People are struggling to get here. So that's why I make sure and check my channel every day. If you don't get a noty or you don't see my vids, just come to the channel. I'm live Monday through Friday, all right? I'm not, I'm not suddenly not streaming.
I would hire and fire within 343 and then start from scratch as Hilly. Halo Infinite behind all the problems is good. They just need to get their ducks in a row, battle pass, and regular content, and fix hit reg. Yeah, I mean... at its core, I think the game has really, really good parts. I do. I think at its core, they've got good things in Halo Infinite. But it's like, what? This is, okay, so we covered this a couple of months ago, and I said, something's wrong. And essentially what I said was, why is it taking so long to fix basic things, right? That, to me, is the larger cause for concern. Is there something at 343 that is causing that is there something that's operating at an engine level are there engine level problems with the new engine that they built that is making it so difficult for them to just fix the most minor things that's the thing that i'm most concerned with it's like you guys can't even fix basic stuff like what how are you gonna build a battle royale you 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 keep having to delay you know basic features and functions Halo's always had a good core. What have they done on top of that? Yeah, yeah. Other than recreating existing assets, what has 343 brought to the franchise? That would be a, a, a very good question, Creature. So this would this would be something that, you know, Creature and I have been brainstorming about. Like, what's the fresh POV, right? So we're considering doing some things, uh, you know, some content with my wife over on Reforge Radio to motivate membership, right? What's the POV? So that's a great question to ask. Like, what's 343's POV on Halo? You know what I'm saying? Was it Halo 5? Was it Halo Infinite? I I can I'm being consistent right now. Do you guys remember when this first came out? Remember when I voiced my concern and I said that they got the radar wrong and then they got the they got XP earn rate on the battle pass wrong and I was like, do you even know what game you want to build? It seems like you're just throwing really really bad ideas out there and being like, oh hey, thanks for the feedback. We'll fix that. Like, how did they not know that the community was gonna feel that way about radar versus threat detector? How did they not know? that how do they not know that a challenge-based battle pass was going to be a dadgum nightmare how did they not know that right i started saying before the game even came out i was like they seem out of touch with the community they don't even seem to know what game they're building and I slightly defended that. I said, listen, they need to build a game that's going to honor the past and pull in the veteran players and the old school Halo fans, but they also need to pull in the new fans. They need to pull in new members of the community. I said, so it probably does need to have this rough around the edges feel so they can kind of build a hybrid Halo. Like this needs to be the hybrid Halo game. Halo Infinite lands in the middle of like it's pulling from the past but it's also going into the future and I said maybe there's a stroke of genius here maybe this is totally all on purpose but as time goes on I think no I think my radar, my spidey sense, my my inclination was correct. They don't know what the frick they're doing. They don't know what game they want to build. They don't have a unique POV to take Halo forward into the future. And a Halo Infinite Battle Royale is probably going to feel very desperate in my mind. Like, I can imagine the, the community being like, this just feels desperate, bro. 
You're just grabbing something that you know is really popular in the world. You know that Battle Royale is like a super popular thing. You're just going to kind of grab onto that. This was a leak, uh, Eugene. This was not an announcement. Now, in light of announcements, they're, they're, not, they're not banging on all cylinders with that either. So they announced the Halo cookbook, and it like made everybody even more angry. They're like, I don't understand. We're all sitting here begging for updates, information, and quicker timelines on turnaround and better, better you know, fixes and updates and quality of life and content. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen our freaking Halo cookbook? Like, I know that they're not related, okay? I can intellectually know they're not related. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they had developers that were supposed to be building maps and game modes. They're like pulling them off of those projects and saying, hey, we uh, we need you to make a cookbook. I know that. I 100% know they're not related. But I also know exactly what that feels like as a community when, like, you're dying for a really good update. You're dying for information. And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll get to that. Can you buy this cool thing that we have? Like, I, I get, I totally get why people are like, you freaking kidding me, bro? I'm not trying to do, I'm not trying to buy no Halo cookbook, man. I, I want, I want the game I was promised. I want this, I want, I want excellence. I want updates. With all the data inside the Master Chief collection, how they didn't know what to build is beyond me. They messed up cosmetics, rewards, event challenges, game modes, something I really think a 12-year-old could have done. I think that is one of the strongest indictments of Halo Infinite, Hilly, is the Master Chief collection. If the Master Chief Collection did not exist, if the Master Chief Collection didn't go through significant changes, updates, and receive high praise from the community, I could 100% see people saying they're trying a bunch of new stuff to see if it will work. They're trying to capture a new audience, right? Like, my original theory was, well, yeah, of course it's rough around the edges. They're trying to implement new things. They're trying to capture a new audience. They they want to see if they can build a Halo for both sides of the fence, right? There's people that are on Team Halo and there's people that are like, no, I've never really been on Team Halo. And they were trying to build a Halo for both. But when you look at the Master Chief Collection, it really starts to beg the question of like, wait, how did you mess some of this stuff up? How'd you mess up the battle pass? I don't understand. You guys had a good one over there. You had good, you know, formats for things and events and you know, I, what in the world is going on? How did you mess these things up? Now, if they started doing different things with game modes and game rules and things of that nature, I would have understood and like, oh yeah, for sure, you're trying to capture new players. But when they did the thing, what was the thing? They didn't even have SWAT when the game landed. It's like, how do you not have that? How do you... Uh, who said that was a good idea? Now, some of that we attributed to, like, stuff wasn't ready. (laughs) Like, the game wasn't ready. But also, at the same time, was like, why was that game mode not a priority? Why were other things prioritized? And and they were literally, yeah, no Slayer. How do you have no Slayer at launch? What, how? How does that happen? That would be like if Unreal Tournament decided to come back and were like, yeah, we don't have any CTF. People would say, What? What do you mean? That that's like identity defining. That's like synonymous with Unreal Tournament. Like Slayer is synonymous with Halo. If you're just tuning in, be sure to hit subscribe so you can weigh in in the chat. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested? Please vote in the poll at the top of the chat. We'd love to hear from you as well in the chat with your opinion. 
MJ Talks with eight months of membership says buy the coffee. That's right. Use the coffee command or go to RagelessRoast.com. That way you can support what we do here. Uh, it's totally free to hit subscribe, by the way. It's free to subscribe. It's free to press like. Those things help out the video and help out the channel. But you can do a paid membership, and you can also do a uh, a paid uh, um, coffee. Not to mention co-op, forge, etc., etc. Right, so you don't have Slayer, you don't have SWAT, you don't have co-op, you don't have forge. Yeah, is that an '80s T-shirt? Yes, this is from their video game collection. So the shirt command today will take you to that collection. I'm really concerned that we've been sending people to '80sTees.com, and the first thing that hits you in the face is do this thing to get this 30% off and I'm wondering and worried if people were doing that and thinking that they were supporting me it's like no you gotta go use my code but they're offering like the same discount on the homepage so I'm like alright I'm gonna start sending you guys to the actual collections and please use my code don't use whatever thing if there's a pop up over there don't use that use my code you're not supporting me if you're going to 80stees.com and using their like I think if like you give them your email address or something um, is this real? Says Lay's Crave. Is what real? Um, three four three just posted a video about the Halo Infinite intro that gives away that three four three do not care about the dying game. What do you mean, Exceptic? You're saying that because they posted the video, or do you think there's something in the video? I literally used that video this morning. I was like, huh? They uploaded a cinematic. Why? They uploaded it like. I don't even know within the last 24 hours. I was like, why did they upload this? What what's the point of this video? It doesn't make any sense. Honestly, imagine if they didn't delay the game. Uh yeah, if they wouldn't have delayed it, right? Have they even fixed the desync issue yet? From what I've read, the hit registration problems have continued. Uh guys, do me a favor, smash the like button if in the first 30 minutes of the stream we could hit 200 likes that would be amazing that'd be super amazing if you're just tuning in we are discussing the halo infinite battle royale the halo cookbook as well what do you think of the situation right now with the game we'd love to hear from you be sure to chime in in the chat mythrax says i didn't experience any of the halo games when i thought of trying the latest game out i've heard all the crap about it and i was like no i'm good okay lays crave There was another leak about the Battle Royale called Halo Infinite Last Spartan Standing. That's what they're calling it. We think. Now, if you played, what was the game mode you could play? Was it Attrition? That one where, like, they they had a a map-shrinking mechanic. Do you remember at, like, the end... You, like the map that this zone would shrink and you would potentially die if you were in it or whatever so there's already mechanics in the game potentially for like shrinking and killing you like essentially like the the fog in or, or I'm sorry the gas in Warzone or the storm in Fortnite right or I don't even know what they call it in PUBG do they call it the storm it's like electricity or some crap that's correct. Okay, it was called Attrition. Okay, I was thinking of Attrition from Titanfall, and I was like, wait a minute, am I baking that in, or is that real? I don't think 343 will fix the game and add no Forge, Campaign Co-op, Grip Ball, Infection, ETC. I still have faith in 343 uh, to get their game. I'm assuming you're going to say back on track. The cookbook announcement was not a good way to read the rooms, says Chronic Spin Dash. Uh, Don't let other people's opinions keep you from trying new things. Yeah, I would still try a Halo Infinite Battle Royale. I would. 
I would. I would 100% try it. Um, If you and the others didn't kill within a time, it would shrink. That's right. That's right. Um, Lono, the game mode you are talking about is in the game now and only playable offline. It's like a free-for-all gun game. 24 players on big team battle maps. Really? So it's not related to the Battle Royale? Because, listen, I brought that up this morning, Justin. I said, now, wait a minute. The original Halo Infinite leaks about Battle Royale was that it was going to be, like, squad-based, three to a squad, and, like, bigger maps. And then I saw this, and I was like, this sounds like a complete change of plan. You know, why would you do basically king of the hill you know last last guy standing or whatever i don't think i've ever seen this as playable offline or like can you do it can you play it with uh can you play it with uh with private servers or is it literally just something you can go in and see you can't do anything with it orphan twin says this devalues their brand uh derek says they figured halo on the box was enough has the industry now learned that the famous name is not enough? Call of Duty, Battlefield, studios like EA and uh, and Bungie and UB and CD Projekt Red putting Nike on bad shoes is over. Yo, good morning, Chess Pain. The BR is being developed allegedly by a different developer. Right, yeah, the developer that's, de- that's working on it, potentially working on Battle Royale, a lot of people think they're working on a completely separate game mode that has nothing to do with Battle Royale. So there's a couple of rumors about that. We don't really know what exactly they're working on. Okay, it was in Tuesday's patch. You can go in and see it, but only in offline. So Creature's saying it was 30 squads of three on three areas of the open map. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 30 squads of three and then it was going to be three areas of the open map. There is not the new mode that certain... Oh, this is not the new mode that Certain Affinity is working on, by the way. That is still coming. Yeah, that's forthcoming. So Certain Affinity is working on a separate mode. I don't know if they're if they're actually working on a Battle Royale. And this last Spartan standing, apparently according to Justin Kidder, yeah, it's in the game right now. You can only play it offline. And it's a 24-player gun game big team battle map now justin kidder i guess i'm curious so if it's just a gun game about like getting points to to like go up and score whatever how do you lose is it literally like gun game they get on the last gun and then they have to get a melee kill or whatever and then they win or like do they is it no you die you're out the description of Big Team Battle Last Spartan Standing says every Spartan for themselves level up your loadout by earning personal score to be the last Spartan Standing. Delta Hub on Twitter discovered this. GameSpot was able to verify this by looking at Halo Infinite's custom games menu in offline mode. The rules say there is one 12-minute round with a score to win of 50, but that could be a placeholder for now. So it sounds to me like... This has nothing to do with Battle Royale, which we know they're potentially planning on doing one, so that doesn't necessarily change the subject of, I'm curious if you if you would be interested in a Battle Royale, and will a Battle Royale save the game? Like, would it, do, would it be able to do anything? Creature says, if they can read the room, they would have couched anything new they were working on and had all hands-on trying to finish the base game. I think 343 are so behind, says Hilly. The devs are still building the actual game. They have too few people in the live team, hence the delay on fixing everything. I suspect Halo Infinite gets a 2.0 with Season 3 or 
four. I definitely think there is going to be like an attempt to sort of put things back on track. I do. I really do. I think I think Halo Infinite needs like that that comeback moment of, hey, we know what we're doing, you know, look, we just fixed all these things. Like this is Halo Infinite almost like relaunching, almost like their launch. This was a soft launch, you know what I mean? Creature says, I'm not a Halo person, but I firmly believe that gaming is better with a good Halo released. Uh, It's not finished either. What game is these days? I do think that this launched in a very different state of unfinished, though, Orphan. They basically launched the Halo Infinite multiplayer in in beta. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if another game has gone that far down the road of launching incomplete. We need about 25 more likes to hit 200 and we try to get five members a day as well as five coffee orders a day so get us to 200 likes consider ordering coffee or clicking the join button welcome on in it's free to subscribe and then you can talk in chat take the poll we want to hear from you halo infinite battle royale would you play it are you interested will it save the game or is this game beyond saving elden ring was finished no, I mean, no, it wasn't. Elden Ring still has performance issues that they're working on, so no. Tiny Tina's was finished, that's true. I would say that. Although Tiny Tina's Wonderlands has skipping and stuff on the Xbox, so they need some optimization and quality of life love as well. Xbox Series X should not have frame skipping, like literal giant hitches. It's really odd. Totally insane. Fixing a game later has already shown that it doesn't give a game rebirth. Cyberpunk. It can, though, Orphan. Rainbow Six Siege had a significant rebirth. No Man's Sky had a rebirth. And then I would say a completely new trajectory for the game. Um, Division 1.8 patch for the original first Division game really brought things into a great place. Good response from the community. You know, it honestly really set up the Division 2, and then they kind of fumbled the ball with Division 2. So there have actually been games that have had it uh, work. I think, to your point... There are tons of games. There, there's probably more games that haven't than have, right? Yeah, Final Fantasy. The list of games that have actually pulled off the rising from the ashes, uh, sort of, sort of, you know, Phoenix moment. There's probably less games. There's more games that have not successfully done that. I, I, I fully agree with that. A $5 tip from Cringe. Halo must not ever have Battle Royale. Battle Royale is a mediocre game type at best and is not suited to Halo. Now, this is a really interesting perspective, chat. I would love for you guys to weigh in on this. Get into a super chat war if you feel like it. (laughs) Anyway, I think people would say the exact opposite. They would say Halo is a mediocre shooter with mediocre tired game modes Battle Royale is the real deal. It's where the narrative and the tension and the drama is born, right? I don't agree with either position necessarily because they feel like they're just sort of platitudinous, but there are tons of people that would say, bro, what are you talking about? Halo is probably the single most mediocre, outdated shooter in existence, right? BR is where it's at. Look at where all the people play. Apex, Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone. These games bring the numbers. These games bring the heat. They bring the viewership, and they also have the engagement. So clearly, you know, the populace, the gaming populace doesn't agree with you. The the, the gaming community out there has, in many respects, flocked to Battle Royale. Now, 
on the other side of the coin, I said before Halo came out, right? I said, um, you know, I said, listen, <laughs> there could be a resurgence. There could be a, a, a big turnaround here for the arena shooter. There could. There could be a big turnaround for the arena shooter and the 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 oversaturation, the overabundance of battle royales could drive people to the arena shooter. I looked at Splitgate. I looked at like, hey, the interest in Splitgate was huge, and they, they they crashed their own servers. So I thought, hey man, arena might be having a comeback. The arena shooter could have a big moment here. There's just so much battle royale. I think the problem is, as we said a little bit ago, 343 doesn't really bring a unique POV to Halo. It's just another mediocre Halo, right? Let's read some response here. BR is eh, says Butters. It's good for content, but Halo's 10 times too slow to have a good BR. Wasn't 343 literally built to make Halo, says Sichuan. And yes, you're correct, Lono. Halo is aged due to no building on their core. A BR mode would be fresh spice on an old game, right? Yeah, yeah. Old wine... <laughs> old wineskins with a, with a new with new cloth, right? <laughs> to let the hearer understand. Oh lord, no, Lono. Yes, there were many who would say as much. However, most have changed their tune with the release of Infinite. Furthermore, most have swapped sides calling for classic modes. Uh, Halo BR would be like Counter-Strike getting BR or Valorant getting BR. Um... Tom Henderson uh, leaked last year in August saying the Halo Infinite Battle Royale is heavily connected to the campaign in a lot of ways, so avoid Battle Royale leaks if you don't want campaign spoilers. I'm not entirely sure what it means for Halo, but I'd imagine it's to incentivize people to purchase the full game in some way. It could be involved with the map, like what they're trying to do with the world and the map and everything, like they want that to be connected. Hilly says, I couldn't see a Halo BR being very good prior to Infinite. That game under the hood, I do think, could have a successful Battle Royale mode. They do need to fix the core Halo game. I've always thought they split the player base, but if they get people in, then it'll be fine. The issue is the core fans are not happy. If you can't keep them happy, then you have no chance. A $5 tip from NBCTM. Halo is an arena shooter. It's a dated style of gameplay. Battle Royale is a reskin of arena shooters with survival games shoehorned in. Okay, but even if I accept your your definition or your summary of battle royales does that mean they're bad that mean they're not fun does that mean that they're you know they're they're not any good you know what i mean i mean they're not super popular creature says 343 was formed to keep halo going but they have literally done nothing but retexture what bungie did 12 years ago splitgate over there going strong and laughing all the way to the bank they even extended an olive branch to halo Black Superman says, I'm honestly just tired of the waiting. Since 343 took over Halo, we always had to wait for the game to get better. It's so frustrating. Yeah, sounds like another game. (laughs) Um, A Halo BR couldn't be Spartan Royale, says neither neither. Furthermore, they'd have to find a way to avoid killing the base playlist with its addition. Uh, Andrew Guerrero says, it's outdated thinking by 343. 
BR is not the game changer it was five years ago. Even Fortnite had to introduce skins and other incentives to stay popular. Yeah, Fortnite basically started introducing the idea that there was more than just the Battle Royale. There was like things to do, things to unlock, challenges, XP, like daily things to work on, skins to unlock, right? Black Superman coming back in and renewing that membership. Thank you so much, sir. Enjoy the purple badge. If you guys have never done a YouTube membership before, we'd love to get five new members a day. Consider clicking the join button or use the join command in chat. We are considering members-only content and members only incentives for for perspective I'm doing 16 streams a week uh, and that's that's 10 here five on radio and then the one on the Friday nights and we're not putting anything behind member paywall and we feel like maybe we should start considering doing at least something on each channel given the massive amount of work and undertaking that I have to do to do 16 streams well we're considering doing 17 uh, 16 to 17 streams a week and we don't do anything to drive the member number and member numbers are going down while I'm doing three times the work that I used to so I'm not asking for your sympathy. I'm saying we're just trying to be intelligent and smart about, my gosh, my workload has tripled and we're not seeing results from that. So if they are having so much trouble right now, says Cringe, with what little there is, I don't see Battle Royale being any better, just worse. That was the point I made in the open, Cringe. I said, listen, I said, they can't even get the basics right. Like, I don't, like, who trusts them to build a Battle Royale? They couldn't get big team battle matchmaking to work. They couldn't get, you know, the, the, the XP payout right. They couldn't get the battle pass right. They couldn't get events right. Like, they, they've had, you know, issues with hit registration that have still not been resolved. Skiffy Skiffles coming in for seven months of membership. Love the content, Double Dip Club. Welcome back, and thanks for doing a Tier 2. NBCTM with a $5 tip. If 343 wants to hype Chase, just add Halo Among Us. <laughs> Among Us, yeah, Halo Among Us. Dr. Disrespect said that Halo was for youngsters, but in my opinion, it's the opposite. At 37, if I play a game, a BR isn't time efficient for me. I mean, all the research into the people that are playing all these games, it's not youngsters. People always say that about Fortnite. People say that about Call of Duty. I think I feel like we tend to project that on games that we don't play. Like, no, no disrespect to the two-time, but I think we project that onto games that we don't play. People project that onto Fortnite, and Fortnite's consumer base is like mid-20s and up, right? <laughs> and and same with COD, and, and same with same with um, uh, Apex. Well, I think Apex Legends might reach further down into the younger crowd, funny enough. Um, but this idea that there's just like a ton of young, you know, whippersnappers playing these games. Like, well, the average age of gamers is like upper 20s and up. So where do all these kids come from in the most popular modes and games out there? Greenside with eight months of membership. Lona Wise loves a good pair, a DD double dip. Thank you, Greenside, for renewing that membership. Yes, all the people double dipping are probably really going to like membership incentives, but, uh, the people that moved membership or only have membership on one channel, they might be the ones that feel torn by what we're deciding to do. Potentially, we haven't pulled the trigger on anything yet. Xbox and PC are integrated at this point for most games says kill you. Saying they won't have a big enough player base if it's good is just wrong. Right. If it was, if you know, obviously it would probably be free. If it's free, 
and and good and the PC crowd buys in, I would think you'd be in you'd be in, in, in great shape. Here's the biggest dilemma for PC players and Halo or a Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Like here's your biggest here's your biggest dilemma, okay? T-Bone with a brand new membership. Thanks for coming in. We got a bit of a member train going right now. Both people renewing. And our first new member of the day, one out of five. We only need four more for the daily goal. Thank you, T-Bone. And then Master Ty with eight months of membership says, hashtag double dip. Um, Yeah, so the thing is, is that if... Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, Matt bags with five months, three months of double dipping. That's what she said. Thank you so much for five months, Matt bags. I remember everyone, uh, going after doc. Cause he said, halo wouldn't get far without BR. And here we are. But is that the reason it didn't get far? Did halo infinite fundamentally right now? What has hurt halo infinite? Has it been the lack of battle royale? Or has it been all of the other problems, right? Has it been all of the other problems? I would say the primary driver of morale going down, right? Yeah, that's right. I was talking about PC players. So your biggest dilemma with a Halo Infinite Battle Royale on PC, do you want to know what the biggest dilemma will be? Is the really, really poor mouse and keyboard optimization. Numerous reports that that it wasn't good. It didn't feel good. And if mouse and keyboard doesn't feel good, your Halo Infinite Battle Royale will go nowhere with the PC crowd. It'll go nowhere. Christian coming in with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Thank you so much for that support, Christian. If you're new and you're just tuning in, hit that subscribe button so you can talk in my chat. We want to hear from you. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Would you be interested? Would it save the game? Where is the game going right now? What's happening with it? What do you think? 350 votes on the poll. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested? It's split almost right down the middle, but most people are saying no. 60-40 split. And Noble Beast renewing their membership for eight months. Double uh, W Dippage. Have a great day, Lono. Thanks for the daily content. Cheers. Thank you, Noble Beast, for eight months of membership. Sinit says, launching without base features has definitely got to be a large part of the reason. Right, like... I don't want to give too much credence to what Dr. Disrespect says. You guys know I like Doc, right? But I don't want to give too much credence to what he said about Battle Royale. Like, Halo Infinite is not failing because of a lack of Battle Royale. It's failing because they're doing a very bad job with the game. And and the community is like, what is happening? We've been more than patient. Halo uh, 343 has had control of Halo almost as long as Bungie. And honestly, what do they have to show for it? And I, I think the bigger question that we touched on a little bit ago, I think the bigger question is, what's their POV? Like, what's their point of view? What are they bringing to Halo that's freshening it up, that's making it better, that's taking it forward? What's 343's fingerprint, DNA, stamp? What are they doing with Halo Infinite that is communicating a clear vision of here is where we're going? Because it doesn't feel that way. It feels like, it it genuinely feels like, let's just do more Halo. Like, that's all we need to do. Yeah, the Halo cookbook. Exactly. I agree with Royal Duck. Infinite needs to get its multiplayer act together. As long as they get custom and forge in, then focus solely on story, Infinite will do fine. I mean, I think there are people that would probably agree with you. 
Listen, man, I'll come back if you fix all that stuff. I'll come back if the next season's got good events and a much better battle pass. I'll come back to your game if you sort all this stuff out. I'll come play. There's plenty of people that probably feel that way. And they're not going to be swayed by a mediocre battle royale. Your battle royale would need to be absolutely top shelf excellent. It would need to say, consumers would need to be able to say, this this is excellence. This is the halo we've been waiting for, right? Look at those drops, 50% each month and before the issues reached a fever pitch, says Eugene. Yeah, Steam's not the best indicator, but it certainly is got its finger on the pulse, and here's why. I wouldn't look at the Steam numbers in the first month, but I would look at the Steam numbers after the fact. And the reason I would look at the Steam numbers after the fact is those are the people that kept playing, right? Mostly. Those are the people that kept playing on PC, so they are an indication and a barometer of the community's health and the community's interest and intrigue into the game, right? They are. Like you, you can't, you can't, you can't spin that any other way. Like I think in the first month, sure, there were tons of PC users that were like checking the game out for the very first time, and they were like, "Man, this this game is just no good. This game is bad, right? I don't like this." And they walked away. Like the lack of mouse and keyboard support. I don't think we're gonna be able to play Godfall today, guys. We were gonna check out, um, we were gonna check out Godfall on the Xbox that's launching today. And I don't think we're going to be able to do it. They're, uh, it's not even installable right now. It's probably going to do one of those stupid things where like it's installable midday or something, right? Not currently available. Continue shopping. Um, and I mean, I, I've, my, I moved my Xbox literally in here for this. I don't think I need to reset the Xbox. I don't think. That would be weird. So we might just be doing some Elden Ring. Yo, Chronic Spin Dash with 13 months of membership. Double dip, gang. Cheers, Lono. Hashtag remember reach. Man, thank you guys all for doing those membership renewals. We greatly appreciate it. If you're new to the stream and you've never been here before, we do this Monday through Friday. We go live around 9 a.m. Eastern. If you've been sub for a while or today's the first day you've ever been here, we'd love to meet you. Uh, make sure you're checking the channel every day. YouTube has been very weird with like live stream placement so some people are like i didn't know you were streaming i stream every day monday through friday in the mornings the talk show sometimes we do a second talk show in the afternoons or sometimes we do gameplay so make sure you're checking the channel every day if you enjoy the show we can't really rely on youtube right now they're fiddling with live streams on the platform the show writers didn't look at the game says ryan it's such a puzzling decision it just hurts the ip as a whole it seems like such an odd decision to to do that, right? It seems like, why make it then? This reminds me of the big Lord of the Rings debacle with the show, right? It remind, That's what it reminds me of. It's like, I don't understand. Why bother then? If you're going to completely deviate from source material, if you're going to completely deviate from the game, then why even bother? Now, I would be okay with them saying that if they said, listen, we really didn't want to do a companion show with Halo Infinite. We wanted to tell our own story and it was about some other Spartans or something. I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's totally fine. Master Chief's in in the show. What do you mean? Why wouldn't you look at the game? That doesn't make any sense. Hey, Christopher Nolan, you want to read some of the Batman comics? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't need a mood board. I think I think Batman's going to wear, you know, white 
white and red and uh, instead of using like you know sneaky tactics I want him to use a bullhorn to announce his arrival on scene you know I think that'll be a really great version of Batman because you know bats use sonar and that's how he's going to flush them out right he's going to use a big bullhorn to flush out the bad guys people are like what the frick that's not Batman well I didn't want to look at the games I didn't want to look at the comics I didn't want to look at any of the source material you know what I'm saying why would you make Halo Infinite or I'm sorry why would you make a Halo series and be like yeah we didn't look at the game why why are you making the show then right Eugene says the PC audience played it and said nah this gameplay sucks good luck getting those players to play a BR well not only that Eugene it was the it was the PC it, I'm sorry it was the mouse and keyboard problems that I think drove so many people immediately away from Halo immediately they're like nah <laughs> this feels bad this feels weird you know what I mean Butter says the show is good for what it is. I mean, that's not what I've heard. I, I've I've had fans of Halo say it's all right. Like that's not a very good endorsement. You know what I mean? I know Wheel of Time didn't get a lot of praise. I liked the books and I liked the show, but Wheel of Time was in a similar shaky place. Like people that loved the books were like, that's nah, not a very good show, right? Kill you says lots of Sony fanboys here and it shows. I get the criticism. I played Halo ranked for a few months in the campaign, had a good time, came out wanting more than three good maps and better progression. Kill you, I think it's really, really hard to summarize the criticisms and complaint today as as Sony fanboys. Like Hilly is an enormous Halo fan, and he's been in here this morning being critical, being irritated, and complaining. I, I don't think you can summarize today's chat as a bunch of Sony fan like chat, are you a bunch of Sony fanboys? Is that why you're irritated? Or are you a longtime Halo fan that feels burned by the show, by the game, by the lack of updates, by the lack of quality, by the absolute bumbled mess that the game was and still continues to be? Like, nobody's a Sony fanboy. Homie, I covered and played this game a bunch. We did Halo Infinite custom games to drive members. Like, we had a blast with this game. I wanted the game to be successful. Like, anybody who thinks me or this audience is is a bunch of Sony fanboys, it's like, you, you, you weren't here back then, maybe. Maybe you weren't here when we did all that. We really, really wanted Halo Infinite to be successful. We, look how much we covered it and played it. Go back to the channel and look at the VODs. Look at the videos I did. We were like, we were covering this game regularly. There was a time where like almost every Tuesday I would boot up and be like, all right, what's in the store? Let's play this new event. Let's play this new update. We're not Sony fanboys. I'm a lapsed Halo flame, says Robert. No way I can be burned on something I don't engage with. Neffet says, I'm a huge fa- Halo fan, and I agree with the discussion. 343 dropped the ball again. I guess maybe it will get the Master Chief treatment. Too bad we have to wait four years for them to do it. My Elite 360 is still sitting in my media cabinet, says Eugene. I'm just an Elden Ring addict at the moment. Yeah, I know we drove a lot of people away with too much Elden Ring, I, I under, I, uh, but we were having so much fun with it. It was really hard not to. The show pretty much takes place in the what-if universe of Halo, says Butters. Just look at the big Halo YouTubers. They are still making more content on the Master Chief Collection than Halo Infinite, says Royal Duck. OG here, says Sinnet. Do another poll, says Googly Moogly. No, 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 no. Wheezy says, the game is crap. I wanted to like it. I gave it plenty of chances. I uninstalled it in December after realizing that the game is way too blanking dated and content is non-existence. 
Well, and according to the poll, we've got plenty of Halo fans here that aren't even interested in a Halo Battle Royale. Like, if a Halo Battle Royale launched and landed, there's tons of you that are like, no, I wouldn't play it. What if Chief wasn't Chief? (laughs) We're gamers that want good games, and Halo isn't one of them. They've got to do better, says Sorcerer. Fancy Man says, I wonder if Halo's show will be more like the Wheel of Time, where longtime fans generally disliked it and were met about it, but new people thought it was fine. Yeah, I'd be curious what new people enjoyed the Halo show, because I heard that it was, even if you didn't like Halo, it was kind of mediocre sci-fi. If you're new and you're just tuning in, we'd love to hear from you. We do a talk show like this Monday through Friday. You can subscribe in confidence. I am safe for work, so I'll be in your subfeed all week. If you don't see me in your subfeed, still check the channel. YouTube's been doing some weird stuff, so always check my channel daily to see if I'm live, because I'm I am, <laughs> and uh, we're here talking about all sorts of different games topics the new halo show is basically a bad fanfic says cringe where they just wanted to see chief's face they didn't care what happened after are there people in chat right now that think the show is excellent and will continue on with high praise or i mean even if you like it you got to be worried about it right i've tried to watch the first episode twice and i fell asleep both times says eugene they may as well put a super soaker in Chief's hand. It would have looked more real. T-Bone says, I'm a Sony fanboy. I grew up with Jack and Daxter, uh, and Dexter, Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank. So yeah, you got one person out of the audience. You got me, says T-Bone. Derek says, I mean, did many people actually expect that show to be anything but a joke? When I saw the first trailer, I thought it had potential. I was like, this might actually be pretty dope. Like, the original score, the music, like, it felt like it might actually go somewhere. I was like, this might, this might actually do something, you know? This, this might actually be a pretty, a pretty, a pretty big hit. If you're enjoying the show today, also remember to click the like button. Chatting and saying good morning, hello, or weighing in with your opinion, or voting on the poll, or smashing like, those are all ways to help this video perform well and get more folks in here. Wheezy says, I think the Halo show is crap. I tried two episodes and I was upset over how they basically character assassinated Master Chief. I'm not even a Halo fan. So he's not even a Halo fan and he's, he's annoyed by that. T-Tube says, I'm completely out of the loop on Halo. When it came out... It, re- uh, it released to a lot of buzz and positivity. Longtime fans were praising the gameplay. What happened? Well, let me give you a bit of a rundown on what happened, T2. Okay. I believe that there were two things happening when the game first launched and it got lots of praise. Number one, the campaign is actually very good and they do very cool things in it. And the gunplay actually feels very good. It's a very good shooter. It is. Okay. It isn't Titanfall. It isn't Apex. And it certainly isn't Destiny in the realm of like a like this is a shooter that feels good. But I would put it up there in in probably the top five. I would say of shooters that feel good, this is a top five. This is up there. They they did a good job with this game, okay? And the multiplayer, the multiplayer was good. It had good core gameplay. But then the problems started to emerge. The the incredibly dumb decision to say, oh, we're going to do challenge-based uh, progression on the battle pass. People thought that was incredibly frustrating. The event design was incredibly frustrating. The season spanning six months was one of the main leading causes for the bad event design and the bad battle pass. Then we started seeing issues with hit registration. We started seeing issues with the fact that there's no Slayer, there's no Forge, there's no co-op, there's no SWAT. Why are these things not in the 
the game. So slowly but surely, the veneer just wore off. It was like, okay, you did a good job with the campaign. There's no co-op. The multiplayer has seemingly good core gameplay, but the the microtransactions or the Halo Infinite store items are like so wild. Go back to when the game launched. Now they've made good changes to the store. But the Halo Infinite store items, when it launched, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what was going on. It was This is terrible. It still isn't very good, even though it is better, okay? So, it just quickly turned into, okay, you, you, this, this game isn't ready, is kind of what it felt like. If this would have been a technical test, or an alpha, or a beta, I think people would have praised it to the moon and back. They would have been like, this is great. Well, they launched multiplayer in a beta. I don't think that matters. If you would have let people come and play the beta and release footage, or you would have had people just basically like applying to play the beta, people would have been like, you know what? Yeah, this is good. This Halo's back, baby, would have been what everybody said. Halo's back. They've got things they got to work out. They've got things they got to polish. But the simple truth of the matter is they launched the game and and all of the all of the goodness that it had quickly faded because it was like, okay, nothing here is built to last. It would be like somebody coming to your house and you've been waiting a really 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 long time for the 2023 model of a particular car. You've been waiting a super long time. You were on a waiting list and they finally bring it to your house, right? They drop it off. They drive it up to your driveway. It's shining new car smell. You can't believe it. It's finally here. You take it for a spin around your neighborhood. You're like, man, it feels pretty good. You're like, well, that was a little weird. Kind of shook when I took a left turn. Okay, great car. Awesome. You you take pictures of it. You put the pictures on your Instagram. You put the pictures on your Twitter. Okay, and then you drive it to work. And it acts up and stalls out. And you're like, well, that's kind of funny. And uh, then on the way home from work, the air conditioning's not working. Right? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, wait. This thing doesn't have power windows. It was supposed to have power windows. Oh, they're going to give you power windows later. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird. That's like a base level feature. Why does my car not have power windows? Like, all those things suddenly start to add up. And you're like, this truck sucks. This car sucks. I waited all this time for this. And it looked great at the beginning. But the more I've interacted with it, the more I've played it, the more I've tried to drive this thing, the more apparent the problems are, right? Like, I don't think anybody's being unfair, uncharitable, or or disproportionately bashing Halo. I don't think so. I think people are, like, being honest. They're like, bro, we waited a really long time for this. We waited a really long time. Look at the passion. I, I went on a similar rant with respect to Elden Ring, Okay. Why did the Elden Ring fan base, why did the From Software fans, why do they get so defensive of Elden Ring? Because they had waited a really, really, really long time for a brand new From Software game, and when it finally arrived, they got to hear from all these, these, I don't even know what you'd call them. You got to hear from all these 
finger waggers about accessibility and it's not easy and the game is bad and bleh, bleh, bleh. give us an easy mode, make it easier, make it better, da 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 da. And they're like, just shut the frick up and go play something else, right? That same passion, I think, is driving some of the disappointment with Halo. It's like, dude, we waited such a long time and you guys couldn't even get some of the basics right. A Halo Infinite Battle Royale? No one's even going to care if they can't get the basics right. Kill You says, I agree with you, Lono. I never called you a Sony fanboy. I've watched every live stream, live or after work for eight years. I'm not going to name specific people. I'm fine with the criticism, but some of it is a bit over the top. That's just kind of the internet, Kill You. I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? That's what's going to happen. People are going to be hyperbolic and exaggeratory in their criticisms because that's how people get their, their, their point across. That's how people convey their point. It doesn't mean that they're being precise and accurate. They're just expressing their irritation and their frustration. And it makes sense in light of what I just said, right? There's a lot of emotion driving this. A lot of the people kill you in chat that are being exaggeratory exaggeratory? What's the word? A lot of people that are being hyperbolic. The people that are exaggerating or being a bit over the top in chat, I wouldn't. it wouldn't surprise me if most of them are the bigger fans. They're ironically not Sony fanboys. They're probably bigger fans of Halo, and that's what's driving the irritation. Their love is fueling the fire, as it were. Lono, glad you got a car that smelled good. My first car smelled like they threw a bucket and a half of cigarettes in it and lit them on fire. Well, I would have, I would have taken it back and complained. T-Tube says they took an extra year to fix this game. How in the world did they fumble the game? The flagship of the Microsoft brand so badly. Is 343 the right dev to captain this franchise? Well, okay, here's the here's the thing. I think a lot of the times we look at a game that launches like this and we think, how on earth could this happen? Could we get about 50 more likes? There's probably, there's probably 50 new people here today that have not pressed the like button. Can we get about 50 more likes? Let's go to the next like milestone of 30 uh, of 30 likes, okay? Um, so, this is this is, this is is what happened, alright? This is not me making excuses, by the way. Let me preface everything I'm about to say by saying I am not making excuses for Halo Infinite, and I am not making excuses for 343 Industries. I am simply diagnosing a problem, okay? First and foremost, games can be mismanaged, but it doesn't mean the developers or the company is bad, it means they have bad leadership. Now, fundamentally, that can lead you to conclude or a publisher to conclude you should not be managing this product, okay? However, that doesn't automatically mean it. It does not automatically mean that 343 can't manage this project. And here's what I mean. In 2019, when they brought Joseph Staten to 343, they were apparently in crisis mode. This game wasn't going in a good direction. It wasn't ready to launch. It sounded very similar to problems that Anthem went through. The idea being, it's got bad leadership. It's been mismanaged. Now again, this doesn't mean you have bad employees or you have bad developers. It means this game is not ready. We are in crisis mode. So Joseph Staten comes in and is basically given the job of you got to get a minimum viable product ready for launch end of 2020, okay? They don't know what's coming in 2020. We all know what has happened and what it did to development, what it did to people being able to work on their projects, okay? We all know that that happened. So I think that was a significant setback, okay? 
they were already in a bad place and that made things worse. So you don't get to blame the problems with Halo on what we call the sickie, okay? I don't like to use the words because advertisers don't want to land on content about that. I don't make content about that, so that's why I don't use the word, okay? It's not censorship, it's just good sense. So, the sickie set them back probably even further. So I'm not making that up as like an excuse of like, yeah, man, Halo would have been amazing if 2020 wouldn't have happened, okay? This game was in bad shape before 2020 happened. It was in bad shape in 2019, okay? So, they bring in Joseph Staten. And when a game has been horribly mismanaged, it affects everything. Look at Anthem for a great example of what happens when you have really, really bad leadership. And the reason I like to say bad leadership is you can't hang this on the devs. You can't hang this on the engineers and the employees. This is on the upper echelons at 343, okay? Whoever, whatever your leadership structure is at 343, I would hope that it's been completely restructured since 2019 because you shouldn't have needed to bring in Joseph Staten, all right? So Staten comes in, and when you're going to deliver a minimum viable product, what happens? You strip away the non-essentials. You strip away the things that aren't needed, and that's exactly what they did. If you look at the way that Halo Infinite launched, it is basically the most minimum viable product that I've ever seen launch. Okay, it's this is this is about as minimum as it gets. It's functioning. It runs. I can download it and install it. There's maps and modes and a campaign. That's it. No frills. Everything is in a conceptual state. What the frick are you doing with the battle pass? What are you doing with the XP earn rate? Why would you make a Halo Infinite battle pass that's going to last six months? Why? Well, because we had to get a minimum viable product out the door and nothing else is ready. Why? Because everything that was non-essential got put on hold, cut, or, or you know, put in the bin, thrown out. Who knows? None of what I'm saying is excusing what we've got. Like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. What I'm saying is... This is exactly what happens. This is indicative of a game company with bad leadership. You don't have people in charge that know what the frick they're what the frick they're doing. They don't know where the game is going. This is why when Creature said this morning, like, what's their POV? I don't even think they know what their POV for the game is. Why? Leadership. It all comes down to leadership. Who's casting the vision? Who's casting the vision for this game? What What is this game going to offer? Okay? What's the new take on Halo? What's the evolution? Is it really just the Halo Infinite Battle Royale? Is that it? Is that your fresh take? Why didn't you have Slayer? Why didn't you have SWAT? Why was Big Team Battle broken? Nobody knows the answer to these questions. Why? Because nobody actually knows what the vision for the game is. Now, when Joseph Staten said in his in his video that they put out in the summer of uh, of of twenty in the summer of twenty twenty one, and I was on board, I was sold. Right. I was sold because Staten says it's going to be an amazing, tight arena shooter. I was like, that's exactly what Halo needs to be. Remember when that multiplayer trailer came out? And I was like, this is it. This is the, this is the Halo. This is the Halo comeback story. I can I can feel it, right? They've, they've got good leadership. They've got good vision for what they want to build. But the problem is 
is they said they were going to launch like a nice tight arena shooter and it's it's got virtually nothing attached to it. It again, it's a minimum viable product. It's just that. It's just a product. There's no vision. There's no greatness. There's nothing about it that's like excellent. Because even one of the best things about it, the core, like the core gameplay, well, when hit registration is acting up, how can you say the core gameplay is good? Like the hit registration is bad. Yeah, monetization was horribly mismanaged. Okay. So I would say, I would say that is my diagnosis of what happened. That's what happened. None of that's excuse making. None of that is, you know, we should cut him some slack. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have to look at the appropriate level that these mistakes happened. They happened at a level of leadership. And that's when, if I'm Microsoft, that's my question. What have you done at the company to get things back on track what have you done have you reshuffled leadership have you reinstituted good project management what about your project leads team leads who's vision casting who's in charge who is in charge of this game where are you taking the game these are the questions that microsoft should be asking we're not going to micromanage you guys but we need some confidence here we need to know that somebody is taking this game all the way to the end zone then shift leadership why is that always such an issue yeah i don't know I don't know if it's difficult to shift leadership, Ashen, because people are too baked into the company. Maybe there's contractual issues. I I honestly don't know. I really, really don't. Before the Sicky, 343 ran around with their head missing from their body. 343 is Star-Lord with the orb uh, when he drops it. I'm not sure what you mean. I'm with Creature. Creature says six years, 500 million, no base game. Oh, it's the sickie's fault. LOL, BS. Fastflex says in the Discord, BR will bring people who play BRs to the game for a moment. It's a money grab as always. They need to get more eyes on the game. Warzone was a money grab and it's breaking the bank. Uh, 343 is also sleeping at the wheel. You got a car with a steering wheel, uh, a windshield, and a driver's seat. When you say... Warzone was a money grab and it's breaking the bank. Do you are, are are you using that term properly? Isn't breaking the bank meaning it's a bad thing? Isn't isn't Warzone like insanely profitable? Doesn't breaking the bank isn't breaking the bank a bad thing? To be very expensive or too expensive to cost a lot of money. Yeah, you're breaking the bank. Yeah, I don't think you use the appropriate term there, Fastflex. Warzone is is massively lucrative. I think what you mean is they're making bank. And it's making bank is maybe what you meant to say. It means it's doing amazing. No, breaking the bank doesn't mean that. Breaking the bank means it's too expensive. You're breaking the bank. You're running out of money. You're spending too much money. You're not using that colloquialism correctly, my friend. <laughs> What's the guy? What's the guy in Brooklyn Nine Nine? That's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> You're you're the, you're the captain in Brooklyn Nine Nine that kept saying that's gonna leave a mark, and they're like, that's not that's not how you use that expression. <laughs> you go, 
I can just see you now, Fast Flex. You, like, go to pitch your business idea, and you're like, listen, we see very, very promising profits. We really think this is going to be amazing for us. It's really going to break the bank. They're like, did he, what? Did he just say it's going to break the bank? Why would we want to do, we don't want to do that. What? Break the bank? And you can't understand why no one will support your business plan? (laughs) You go on Shark Tank. You're like, Mark Cuban. This is really going to break the bank, bro. This is huge. (laughs) That's too good, brother. That's good. I needed that laugh this morning. That was well done. That's well executed. That's going to leave a mark. Oh, golly. 343 created by Halo devs. Uh, Not brought in nothing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you mean. (laughs) So laugh at the guy. Uh, Fastflex says, we have a radio show here called Break the Bank, and you can win lots of money. That's why I reference it. Oh, no, that makes sense. That makes sense why you would do that. Yeah, Break the Bank. You're trying to break the bank, and you're trying to win money. No, 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 no. That makes sense. (laughs) Oh, golly. (laughs) You keep saying that phrase. I don't think it means what you think it means. That's right. (laughs) Inconceivable. Uh, Do you still think the game can and will have its No Man's Sky moments? of uh of of retribution yeah so can halo infinite have like it's it's comeback moment um you know i do think so if only because if only because of the sheer spending power of microsoft you know what i'm saying like i feel like i feel like a another game another publisher you'd be like nah this thing's done right this thing's done it's dead in the water i think halo infinite can still have its comeback moment because of the sheer spending power of microsoft okay the question is does microsoft want to keep backing it i have a theory that microsoft sees starfield as their new as their new franchise flagship lead and not halo right Hey, somebody ordered some coffee like 20 minutes ago. First coffee order of the day. Three bags of dark roast to Sniper. We love to get about five coffee orders each day. At the very least, at least give us an even number of coffee orders so when I print the labels, I'm not wasting labels. <laughs> it's a small business. We're doing this here. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. We have a light roast and a dark roast. Type exclamation point coffee in the chat or go to rageusroast.com. The kind... They kind of need to get it there, right? Like, is Halo as a franchise gone if they can't get it to that point? Right. Yeah, it's almost like, no, that's a good point, Corey. A lot of times people say, this happened all the time. This happened all the time with Destiny, right? This is make or break, Lono. This DLC, this season, it's make or break. It's make or break. And I got to the point where I was like, yeah, probably not. It's probably not make or break. I just think people like to say that, right? People just like to say it's make or break, okay? I actually think this is one of the few times in gaming you can say make or break. Like, they either make the game better and fix it and get it back on course, or that's it. It's kind of over, right? It is. It is It is truly make or break at this point. I don't think that's an overstatement. I don't think that's unfair. I think the game has fallen so far. I really, really think we still have Frickmas listed. Guys, if you go to check out the coffee, the Frickmas blend is out of stock, so don't click on that one. (laughs) That'll be back in the holidays. 
Uh, we only have the light and the dark roast. <laughs> Creature's been Creature's been working very hard on something really cool and exciting for the coffee, and so that's why. If you're like, why is the Frickmas still listed? That's why. That's why. Just hold, hold for forthcoming announcements. Loving the coffee says Sniper. Giving a bag to my boss, so hopefully you'll get another customer. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, Sniper. Big Mo says. Big Mad Mo says. This article don't mean a thing. If it wasn't confirmed, it's an assumption. Nonetheless, unless it was confirmed. What are you talking about? The you talking about the, the Battle Royale? The, the Battle Royale... Halo Infinite Battle Royale is coming. Like, it's coming. It's a thing. It is, it is 100% going to happen. We only need, like, 20 more likes for 300 likes. Let's hit it. We've got 500 votes on the poll. Slightly better poll results today than we've been having. Uh, 500 people have voted. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested? Still a 60-40 split. It has not changed. Uh, T-Bone says, Yo, what's good, Ginger? I'd love a Halo Battle Royale. I think I would like it if they could fix some of the problems. I think I'd have fun with it for a little while. T-Bone says, I never said the sickie was the cause, just a symptom of a larger issue. Before the sickie, there was no leadership. So for a year, they basically wasted. That was what I was saying. I was trying to paint the picture that they had a shaky, shaky house of cards, and the sickie was like an oscillating fan in the room. It was like, here I come, and that fan just slowly turns, and it's like, you got this shaky house of cards that's Halo Infinite's pre-production leadership, and the fan goes, <laughs> just knocks it all down. It's like, well, we might have been on course to get a pretty good product launch, but not now. Oh my gosh, not now. <clears throat> Launching without a BR was a hard call, says Ginger, but I think when it's added, it will help offer more for the casual. A solid battle pass would be epic, but right now their progression system still sucks. Oh yeah, the battle pass. The Halo Infinite battle pass has got to be one of the single worst things about it. Eight months from Ginger says, Lucky 7, baby. Dude, welcome back in. So many membership renewals today, guys. Thank you so much. Battle Royale would be good with the hit registration. It will still be bad. Right, and that's something that I said this morning. It's like, you, you have to get you got to get the basics right before you start trying to venture out into the saturated, uncharted waters of a Halo Battle Royale. Like, there are so many Battle Royales available right now with massive player bases. If you're going to step into that field, your Battle Royale needs to be 10 out of 10. It doesn't just need to be super, super high quality. It needs to be innovative and fresh it needs to be like a fresh take on battle royale it needs to be like something people have never seen before something brand new and and i think that's going to be the other significant dilemma that they face you can't just make a halo battle royale it needs to be as polished as possible zero flaws and problems And then on top of that, you have to convince a massive, massive population of players that your iteration of Battle Royale is worth playing. Look at everybody who's tried, and they're like, no, this Battle Royale's no good, whether it's Realm Royale or any of the others that tried. 
Your cake isn't finished and you're trying to add icing and sprinkles. Right. So it's like it, it, at its core, the game needs so much improvement. Now, keep in mind, everything that I'm saying, a Halo Infinite Battle Royale could be a year and a half away. Like, there could be 343 devs, they're not here, but just imagine that there's a 343 dev in chat right now just nodding. It's like, yeah, we know. We are not trying to do this anytime soon. Trust us. Like, I could see them agreeing with what I'm saying. No, you're absolutely right. We got about a 12 to 18 month window where in that window, we got way other big things to work on before we even consider doing a battle royale. They might be 100% in agreement with me. Wheezy says, I know enough people who have said Halo Infinite BR is real, who cough, work in video games, to know that it's coming. But a Halo BR isn't going to refresh the game diehards, uh, isn't going to refresh the game diehards think it will. You phrase that funnily. Oh, you think the game diehards think it will refresh it and you're saying it won't. A Halo BR has to be different enough to stand out and honestly at this point, what can they do as a BR? They can't be as fast and dynamic as Apex or even Call of Duty Warzone and even they're super slow and tactical. Who is going to be interested in a BR with 30 to 60 people who take four magazines to kill? Yeah, so this is where their identity, this is where the Halo core gameplay is going to be at odds with innovation. Like, I think I think Wheezy's making a very, very good point. So you can't compete with the speed and the intensity and the momentum and the adrenaline of a Call of Duty or an Apex. Okay, so what identity could they own? Like, as far as Halo Infinite gameplay is concerned, can they stay within their identity and then be successful as a battle royale. Think of it in the realm of not every game's core mechanics and rules can just scale out infinitely, okay? So imagine playing the game of chess and suddenly playing the game of chess on a game board the size of Stratego. If you're not familiar, Stratego is a pretty big board and there's like twice as many pieces, okay? That I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but there would be significant challenges to taking the game of chess and just being like, oh, put it on a bigger board. Certain games, like their core identity, their core rule sets, don't necessarily lend themselves to just infinite scalability. You can't take... I I honestly think like Splitgate... I don't think Splitgate would work well as a battle royale. Why? The game's core identity is built around feeling like a classic arena shooter with portals in it. So if you take that rule set and that identity and you just try to stretch it out, there's going to be weaknesses. You're stretching the dough too thin and you're going to get holes and cracks. So people are going to say, yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool that you guys did this battle royale, but at the same time, I don't really understand what the game rhythm is supposed to be like. It takes forever to kill somebody. So you basically have to just spaghetti meat, but like you almost have to death ball through the mat. You got to literally link arms and treat it like the revolutionary war where like everybody lined up and shot at each other you're gonna have to treat it that way you're gonna feel like i can't do anything without my team so we have to we have to walk together arm in arm 
and everything becomes a death ball team shot. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I don't think that translates to Battle Royale fans. Existing Halo Infinite fans might think this is a really cool iteration of Halo Combat, but a Halo Battle Royale to Battle Royale fans might literally feel like there's zero skill expression here. One of the most memorable things you've probably had happen in a Battle Royale is a really big hero moment, right? You've you won the final 1v1. You won the the ending of the Apex fight, right? You had to run out, the storm was closing and you got the drop on the guy in one, right? You have this huge, memorable moment. Everything you've been working on from map awareness to gear selection to target acquisition to accuracy to just basic combat movement, all of that comes converging in this moment, this adrenaline rush, this dopamine. That's why people go back to Battle Royale because it's like a drug. It hits at a height that no other game hits. We've talked about this recently in, in very different subjects, but the more you interact with something, the more you need the dopamine to be more extreme, okay? Battle Royales, funny enough, they have the ability to keep sort of doing that because you might make it into the top 10, top 5, top 3, top 2. You might, and when you do, buddy, you've not been there in a really long time. Think about that. Like, If we're going to diagnose why arena shooters die out pretty quickly for lots of people, why they feel like a meat grinder, it's because every game feels very similar to the last, right? It's like the height at which you can experience elation, excitement, or anger, it's it's like it's here and it's always there, right? It's dunk, dunk. So you just continue to get less and less dopamine, less and less feeling of satisfaction. But when you play a battle royale, you are less frequently having those insane high moments of, I made it to top 10, I made it to top 5. Even if you make it to top 5 and your hands are shaking and you're hiding in a bush, that feeling brings you back. Why? Because you don't always get that feeling. It's rare and it's awesome. It's intense. You're going to tell your friends at school about it tomorrow. You're going to say, it was crazy, bro. I made it to top 5. I got the guy. I killed him. And then some other guy swooped in from up top and killed me. It's a memory. It's a moment. And you want to have that happen again. This is why Battle Royales continually, continue continually just garner massive massive player engagement because the spectrum of experience is varied and dynamic enough to keep the dopamine hitting and arena shooters can't do that so you've you've now groomed and evolved an entire gamer player base that feels like if they can't have that experience it's it's not as good Yo, Mr. Muggle Gaming, our second new member of the day. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope. I know three new members today. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. We need two new members uh, for our five member goal a day. We're only two, two away. You like my shirt? This is from the 80s Tees video game collection. Use the shirt command to head over there. I think people have been going to 80s Tees and getting 30% off because 80 stscom hits you in the face with the pop-up. 
So we're going to start sending you guys to the collections and please use my code. If you just use whatever thing pops up on 80stees.com to get the 30% off, I'm not getting credit for that. I think that might be why we've had a massive decline in code usage. Because when we went to the more simplified 80stees.com command, I used to always send you to the collection. This is from the Deadpool collection. This is from the Star Wars collection. This is from the Marvel collection. I used to update the command every day. And when I stopped doing that, I think that might be what has happened is people are going one of the first things that happens when you're on ADCs.com is like get 30% off you just put your email address in and I wonder if people are thinking that oh that gives Lono credit because you're going to the site and you're seeing that pop up in any case thank you Uh, snag the shirt over there snag some coffee hey another coffee order there we go even coffee orders a light roast and a dark roast to Rhett Thank you so much, Rhett, for ordering coffee about eight minutes ago. We now have an even number of coffee orders, so that means nobody else order any. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Don't order any, because then I have to print lopsided labels. Or if somebody else orders, then somebody else has to order, so it'll be a never-ending seesaw. Eugene says, We dropped here, killed this team, another team comes in, we lost. We lost Johnny. Down to the final zone, three teams. We fought off the first. Timmy went down. 1v2. I sniped the first. Half health. Outgunned him. You don't get that in arena. Yeah, there's no narrative. Yeah. There's no narrative in arena. There's no There's no intensity. That's why I don't think arena is just... I just don't think arena can capture a large audience like it used to. I think arena can capture a competitive viewing audience because I actually think arena plays better for shoutcasting and the competitive realm. I do. I don't think Battle Royale works for the competitive realm as far as comp- like tournaments. This is what's so funny. I think Battle Royale is significantly better for day-to-day streams. Doc Disrespect, Timmy the Tapman, you know, Nicky Merckx. These guys play these Battle Royales regularly and you can see it, right? The viewership's there, the audience eats it up. I think there's a bigger audience for arena competitive than there is for battle royale competitive. That's where the divide is. With respect to daily engaged players, ongoing players, and growing player base numbers and really strong numbers, I don't think arena can do it anymore. I don't think it can pull. Hilly says the problem is 343 didn't make the arena matches matter. They didn't reward good play and they made challenges against the OBJ. I think good game modes with interesting OBJs linked to rewards. I think those would make a difference, Hilly, yes. It would feel like less of a meat grinder. I agree with that. I do. The problem is there's no interest in the arena gameplay. Even the past two Halo tournaments, the viewership was non-existent. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily related to the fact that arena is not interesting to watch. I think it's because Halo's in a terrible spot. I think Halo's in a terrible spot. If you look at the if, if you look at when they first did some of the tournaments, Wheeze, the, the the viewership was great, and the game was in a better place. People were excited. Halo was back. There was an ex, there was a resurgence of of Halo interest. You can't expect viewership for Halo to be good when the game is in the toilet with respect to like PR and and player base and community morale. Like, I know you're good at shoutcasting BR, but on average, there is a lot of nothing going on. Well, and not just that, there's, okay, so it's really hard for people to get interested in, in, well, I know Apex has probably actually done really well with viewership for their attorneys, but historically speaking, BR competitive, 
struggles because of the RNG. Either the building in Fortnite made for really boring gameplay. It was like just people sitting in freaking boxes. And then when you got into um, when you got into the when you got into like the 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 end's final circles and stuff, people were like, "This is so boring. It's just a bunch of people sitting in boxes." Do you know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> excuse me, it's one of those things where I don't necessarily think that that um that battle royale can ever truly be competitive i don't i don't think it can ever be truly competitive i think you're always going to deal with <clears throat> excuse me i think you're always going to deal with this feeling of that wasn't a fair win or that guy didn't really lose or you know you know what i'm saying like there's always this sense of yeah, that wasn't a very good match. That wasn't fair. There was RNG, right? I think you're always going to have that sense. You're always going to have that feeling of that that wasn't really determined by skill. Top seven situation. Thank you for eight months, John, always for renewing that membership. Welcome back in. Apex tournaments are very fun to watch. I don't think BRs can be competitive. All my friends hate Fortnite. The pickups in Halo are ancient gameplay. Halo is stuck in pre-2010. <clears throat> the game is fast-paced and has high skill ceiling with movement ETC. Yeah, I think Apex... <clears throat> excuse me. I think Apex does well with viewership and people really get behind it in the competitive realm. And I think the reason that they do that is because they're... They're... Um, there's this illusion of skill expression, and that might sound funny. I think there is skill expression in Apex, but I think there's an illusion that that's primarily what's driving. It It's hard to see the RNG. It's hard to see the RNG in Apex because it's so fast-moving. Now, you might see it in the endgame where, like, well, this guy got some bad drops, this guy got some bad guns, bad armor, bad whatever... Right, and 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 if that's the case, then you, you might say that at the end. But all the way there, no, you're you're not you're not saying you're not seeing that, right? You're you're seeing a you're seeing a very very sort of different, uh, a very very different player skill expression. You're not seeing this like slow, methodical. This gun's no good. I can't get a good attachment. Like when you watch like PUBG or H1Z1 or even Fortnite, there's a more apparent sort of man, my man, my team, whoever I'm rooting for, they can't get good gear right now, right? And when you're watching Apex, it's like it's hard to pick up on that because it's so fast. And they loot so fast, you don't see it as much. They might say something. Oh, I can't get a good this or I can't get a good that. RNG barely factored into Warzone because guys were getting their loadouts in the first three minutes every time. Right. Yeah, if a successful drop leads to that, then I think that you can remove RNG to a certain degree. You gotta minimize it as much as possible. If you're just tuning in and you're interested in Halo Infinite Battle Royale, we'd love to hear from you. Um... 
make sure you're always checking the stream make sure you're always checking the channel we are we are having a very strange experience this week we're having a lot of people say that they didn't see that i was live they didn't see my video we are literally streaming every day so make sure you're like double checking the channel because i'm not sure what is happening we are getting absolutely murdered and i don't think it's because people suddenly decided they've made some changes so make sure you're always checking the channel if i'm not showing up in your feed we literally stream every day some of you might be like hey man i wandered in here i didn't know you were live check the channel each day or your sub feed if you're only checking that suggest page we might not be showing up there best players usually win says robert you can outplay someone with better gear with movement uh with others it's more difficult in my opinion says Sichuan. Case Mini says, I gave Apex a try after loving and playing Warzone for years and I couldn't stand it. You move so slow, picking up stuff or the gra- off the ground is horrible and the gunplay doesn't feel good, I don't get it. You think Apex is slow and the gunplay's not good? I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that about Apex. I've heard people criticize Apex for other reasons. I've heard people take issue with Apex for like, you know, varying degrees of like, there's too much third party or things like that. I don't think I've ever had anybody say, oh yeah, the shooting in in Apex is terrible. It's one of the most praised things about Apex. And speed of movement? Really? You're super fast in that game. Greg with a $5 tip. Um... Halo Battle Royale with Unreal Engine 5. That would get me to check it out. If they do it right, your thoughts, that would be innovative. Well, yeah, I mean, we covered Halo... I'm sorry, we covered... Ooh, we covered the Unreal Engine... Uh, we covered the Unreal Engine just this just this past uh, week, just a couple days ago. And there was a... There was a, there was a pretty significant debate about just how long it's going to take for the Unreal Engine to impact development. So like if Halo Infinite decides to say, well if 343 decides to say we're going to build the Battle Royale in uh, in in the Unreal 5 engine, the time for launch would probably be at least 2 years from now. You can build Battle Royales probably a little bit faster than you can like an actual complete game. So like the time that it's going to take to build Hellblade in un- in the Unreal 5 engine w- wouldn't be comparable to building a battle royale. So at the earliest, you know what I'm saying? At the earliest, maybe they could do it in two years. That seems like in a lifetime from now for Halo. I'm thinking battle royale would need to launch next year. Like, with one of the seasons or something. You, you wait two years or more for it. At that point, it's like, gee, many Christmas. Now, to the question of like would the unreal engine 5 make a big difference yeah i don't know i don't know if it's an engine problem hit registration gets worked out and i think the halo engine i think the halo infinite engine is actually quite good i don't think it's necessarily problematic now it could be bad maybe that's why it's taking so long to fix things crispy bogod with a 14 dollar tip hoping the youtube algorithm sorts itself out asap they're fiddling with live stream discoverability and last week I think in the week before we were really benefiting from it like we could do no wrong anything we covered we met tons of new people we didn't even have to cover Elden Ring right this week they're doing something else and it's murdered us I don't know what they're doing but I hope they get it sorted out because 
<clears throat> we, we, we had yesterday and the day before we had subs coming in and they were like I didn't know you were live so that's why I keep telling people make sure and check your sub feed and make sure and check my channel because I mean we stream every day and there are people that don't know it they're like I didn't see you live to be fair I truly feel the pull of the game currently and the re-release in a year oh pull the game and re-release it in a year it's not going to happen but give them more time for development yeah what happened to the 10 year plan yeah they already spent 6 of them <laughs> Wheezy says converting Fortnite from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5 isn't impressive Unreal 5 is literally built on Unreal 4 and designed with the ability to import from lower Unreal right yeah you can't use Fortnite as an example you cannot use Fortnite as an example the problem with using Fortnite as an example is like th- they went from four to five with with a very easy pro- like I, I, maybe we shouldn't say easy. It's a more seamless process going from the slip space or is it slip stream? No, slip space, right? The slip space engine. They they would literally be building Halo Infinite from scratch in a brand new engine because they're not currently using the Unreal Engine. So they would they would be building it from scratch. There would be no there would there would be no like oh yeah. We uh, we can just kind of port this over. If I remember, when Asmund Gold and other streamers got on Final Fantasy fourteen, we saw a spike in people joining Final Fantasy fourteen. So could the BR streamers also bring players to Infinite? Th- okay, so here's the thing, T Bone. Here's the thing. Yes and no. Yes and no. You need. We we we've talked about this a little bit already. You need to bring your absolute A game if you're going to suddenly throw yourself in front of uh, in front of battle royale fans. Like it needs to be amazing. It needs to be amazing. Because if not, th- th- what are you going to do? So you're going to get you're going to get, you know, Nick Merckx, Tim Tapman, Dr. Disrespect. All these guys are going to check out your Battle Royale. And all their fans are going to check it out. And if it's mediocre, if it's half-baked, that fan base will be absolutely livid. They'll be like, this is trash. So it's it's actually incredibly risky. It's incredibly risky to do that I'm frustrated YouTube Google won't let me renew my membership right now saying something is wrong with the card I've used for months it's probably just me they've they did something with memberships and a bunch of people's memberships didn't renew we, we, we lost a ton of we, well not a ton we lost like 30 something members we haven't had a membership dip in a long long time and they did something with memberships and we lost a ton of members it they, they didn't renew a bunch of people's stuff so there's something on the back end that might be causing an issue, uh, Tommy. There's also a huge WoW uh, World of Warcraft Exodus, and Final Fantasy XIV had been buzzing for years prior to Asmongold trying Final Fantasy XIV. The point still stands that if all these Battle Royale streamers suddenly booted up a Halo Infinite Battle Royale, a ton of people would check out the Halo Infinite Battle Royale. They would. They would check it out. And if it's mediocre, if it's half-baked, it isn't going to last very long. People will try it, but won't stay for forever. It'll be just like when everyone tried Hyperscape, the Ubisoft Battle Royale, and it had a huge initial surge and then pretty much died a few weeks later. 
Right, because, it, it, and that's the that, and that's kind of the point that we've been making is when you're going to step into a saturated market, you need to offer a unique POV. You need to offer something unique and 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 special, right? You do, and it's it's not it's not gonna it's not going to be, you know, very very special. I, I'm getting an offer to do. Um, a Raid Shadow Legends <laughs> paid promotion. I, I can't. I won paid promotions, but that's the one game I just can't bring myself to do it with. Um, for some reason, I can't send Super Chats in YouTube anymore. It'll just give me an error. Thanks, YouTube. I hope they get all this stuff ironed out because, I mean, we, we're it, it's, it's, it's painful. <laughs> it's painful. It, it, it's It's... I'll be honest with you. It's hard to go live this week. It really, really is because YouTube's having all kind of problems and it's affecting everything. It's affecting, it's affecting new subs. It's affecting view count. It's affecting everything. And it's so, it's really, really difficult to go live when all this crap's going on. We just got to rise above it and keep going. I think I need to stress this says Wheezy. Ongoing games, it doesn't matter how many eyes you have. Look at the launch, especially uh, free to play. Everyone will give it a shot. The question is, can you sustain a player base. Well, right, Wheezy, that you're applying the same argumentation that I always apply to live service games. Oh, you're going to do a live service game? You're going to do a looter? You're going to do a game that you expect me to continue to play? Okay. What's your content loop? What's your content plan? Right? People thought I was being unreasonable when I when I kind of came pretty hard at New World and I was like, well, "What's your content plan? What's your roadmap? Why the frick should I keep playing?" I need to know what your plans are. And they just unveiled their plan, and it's like three expeditions and a new territory and one new weapon? I'm good. I'm good. Your endgame content loop's not that great to begin with. Why in the frick am I going to do that? Why am I going to come and commit? And that's that's, that's what you have for me, right? And so if you don't have a good ongoing content plan, then you're not going to maintain players. They're they're all going to leave. <clears throat> Same goes for uh, a battle royale. Are you using the mic to push your glasses up? Sometimes, because I'm like sitting on my hands, like because it's sometimes I get like, I don't know, that's just like a comfortable way to sit. So like if I'm sitting on my hands, yeah, sometimes I'll use the mic to push my glasses up. <clears throat> Eight months, <clears throat> excuse me. Eight months of membership from Ashen Hollow. Hear me out, Elden Ring battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make you guys wait for From Friday for Elden Ring, but um, we might have to play it today. I, I can't get... I, we were going to do Godfall, and I cannot get... Godfall is not available on the Xbox. It's supposed to be available today, and it's not available to install. Um, why do you think they have so much trouble releasing content for Infinite? What's the actual problem? Right, so we covered this a couple of months ago and I said something's wrong, right? Halo Infinite, something is wrong, I believe was like the title of the stream or the thumbnail or whatever. And I theorized that there was something wrong with the with the engine. Why can't you quickly do anything? Why can't you quickly fix anything? Why are very seemingly simplistic fixes taking so long? Is it because the engine's bad? Is it because you don't have the bandwidth? Is it because, like what Hilly said, they don't have a lot of people on the, you know, 
you, they, they don't have a lot of people on the live team, and because they don't have a lot of people on the live team, they're they're not able to fix problems quickly. Like, what's the reason? If you're gonna have an ongoing game, one of the fundamentals is quick updates, quick fixes. Why are people going to play your game if you can't do quick fixes, if you can't do quick changes? Why? Because quick fixes and quick changes affect two things. It affects player confidence and it it affects the quality of the experience of the player. Like, how confident am I in your content plan, in your content loop, in your ongoing game if, like, you can't fix a basic problem in one to two weeks? If it takes six to eight weeks to fix a problem, that's not a good recipe for an ongoing game because it hits on two negative factors. Number one, it creates a negative experience for any player that encounters it. Number two, it hurts player morale and confidence. Like, why, why would I care? Why would I boot that game up? Why would I try and finish this? Why would I care about an event? Why would I log back in? Why would I come back next season? You can't even fix basic problems. Wheezy says, remember, pre-Halo Infinite launch, I kept saying, it will launch to big numbers, but will the base stay a few months later? And everyone kept saying, no, you're wrong, it's Halo, it's new Halo, and yet here we are having this discussion. It doesn't matter how historic your name is anymore, people have too many good games to waste time on a waffling game. Never forget one of the... uh, one of, if not the biggest movie IPs in the world right now is Marvel Avengers. There's an Avengers game and it fell flat on its face. Right, your brand can't carry your game. Your game has to carry your game. Right? Your brand will not carry the game. It won't. You've, you've, you've got to have more than that. You, you must. You simply must have more than that. And I remember when we were talking about it, Wheezy, yeah, you might have thrown out a number and you said if there's not this many people playing during launch week, it's dead on arrival or something. And I remember being like, no, I don't know if it needs that many. But I remember saying and agreeing that, and I, because I remember saying this about the Battle Pass, when they revealed that you would level up the Halo Infinite Battle Pass with challenges, I was like, why, why would you do that? Th- that's already been tried. Titanfall already tried that it didn't work people didn't like it and I remember saying that that's not good for your daily login you want people to log in and play and feel rewarded for their time you don't want people to log in and be like I have homework I have to work on these very specific challenges and things and if I don't then I'm not progressing and I was like who in the world's gonna who, who in the world's gonna want to do that Elden Ring Battle Royale is called For Honor. Isn't that isn't the basis for Halo still Tiger, or did it switch to something else? Wheezy says, it is the Blam engine, but they claim it's brand new, even though modders have proven that is a lie. So they gave the engine a new name, and it's not really a new engine? If Insomniac would have made Avengers, that game may have succeeded. I don't know because Insomniac are they have they do they have a history in making live service or loot based games? Like Insomniac did great with Spider Man, Miles Morales, and Ratchet and Clank. Those are single player action adventure games, right? Um uh, we'll offer you the gift cards equivalent in your local currency. Okay. If you guys are new and haven't hit subscribe yet, please do so. 
Uh, always great to meet new subscribers. Make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat. Smash that like button. We might be able to squeeze 400 likes on this video, even though it's been like a slightly slower day. It actually has been very good. Like the 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 number of core audience members tuning in has been amazing. So thank you for that. You guys have been doing that in spite of some of the problems on YouTube, which is very encouraging. It means we have a very loyal, uh, loyal, loyal base. Um, all right distorted yeah we've we've actually been thinking we we need out yeah we'll uh i'll can we've we've definitely felt that need distorted i see your dm good content loyal viewers thank you (laughs) nathival we butted heads yesterday nathival and you stuck around and came back so i guess that's a testimony to to maybe more to you than me (laughs) Maybe more to you than me. Let's be real here. When someone decided that loot was just stats-driven with zero visual effect to the player's character is when Avengers game died at that exact moment? Maybe. Maybe. Avengers failed and Guardians took uh, a hit even though it was a good game. See the same with Halo BR. Oh, you think even if the BR is good, it'll take a hit for the same reason, like guilty by association? Your core audience knows how to use YouTube search bar. (laughs) Shut up, Robert. Sorry, I uh, didn't mean to bug you midstream. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Just so you guys know, too, we, we're really considering um, how to drive member incentives because when we moved over here in September, we really felt like we couldn't do anything to drive member incentive because we basically, you know, split the members and we had people stay over on the old channel and over here. So now some of you have a membership here on Reforge Gaming and some of you have members on radio or you have a membership in both. I think it's been long enough that it's it's fair for me to say, hey, we need to start doing membership incentives on both channels. Just for perspective, I'm streaming. I'm doing 16 live streams a week. We're considering doing a 17th. And we're not doing any membership re- re- like requirement for any of those streams. And we feel like we need to. Um, we're considering of the 17 that we'll, be, that we'll do, we're considering three of them uh, being a member thing. Uh, we're considering Madam Friday Nights and a couple other things that we would maybe put behind a member thing. Now, we would move Madam, Madam like streaming with Madam would move back over here to gaming because um, viewership doesn't matter if it's a members-only thing. So just know we're considering and we want to be careful because we know some of you guys have been insanely supportive through everything and you've kept your membership over on reforge radio because you want the badge or you moved your membership over here because you believed in what we were doing but i can't do 16 live streams a week and watch basically watch member drop and that means revenue drops right that feels really foolish as a as a businessman so it's like okay can we do very tactful and good member incentives without frustrating people i think we can and I hope we can come up with stuff that you guys like and want to support, uh, especially those who are currently not doing a membership, you know, and are maybe waiting for a reason to do a membership. Nine months from Jake. Seven months flew by. Wow. Yeah, no, nine. Nine months, Jake. Thank you very much. Um, for what it's worth, YouTube has been changing. My TV playing the live stream at at least 720 and not crashing is actually working today. That almost never happens. Yeah, they've been doing good things. Like it's just it's just part of the it's when a platform evolves and changes features, it messes stuff up. So um it's understandable but gutting at the same time. 
Like, Creature just put that in perspective for me yesterday. He's like, dude, you're doing 16 live streams a week. He's like, nobody does that. Nobody. At most, the really big, hardworking guys do 10 streams a week. We're doing almost double that. We're doing, we're considering doing 17. And we're doing literally nothing to drive membership. It's, it's foolish, right? This isn't the purple platform. I'm not going to get members just by asking for them. I'm not going to get members just because I'm very attractive and have a great jawbone. You know, I know you guys think I'm hot, but that's not going to, you know, you know, as much of a camboy as I am, that's not going to drive membership here. So we have to get creative. We have to think, okay, like, hey, if you're loving the show, we do this thing once a week. We do this thing once a month and it's members only, you know, we, we got to do something and um, we're, we're being careful about it. Okay. We're being careful about it because I know I know it's a bummer when there's something you can't be a part of, but at the same time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just for perspective, I'm, I'm doing three times as much work and making half of what I used to make when I was on Purple. So just some perspective. <laughs> I'm doing three times the work for half the money. <laughs> so we're just trying to be smart, okay? Just to be fully transparent with you. 16 to 17 streams a week is insane compared to I used to do five. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, six, because we would do a podcast. I used to do six streams a week, and we're doing 16 now. So I hate it. I absolutely hate that that's the reality. I do. I, I don't like putting stuff behind a paywall. I absolutely hate it, but like... I got, I got, I got, I got a family and I got bills. Like I got to think smart about my business strategy. I'm not a traditional YouTuber. I don't, I don't make money on the ad revenue like these other guys do. We don't have the volume for the ad revenue, and I'm not going to run ads during a live stream. I'm not going to, I'm not going to disrupt the live stream, you know, feel and vibe. Uh, so, bring the luscious mane back. That would get viewers swooning. No, no, I don't want to bring back the long hair. If you've never been here before and you feel like doing a membership, it does support the stream directly. Five bucks a month goes a long way if a bunch of people do it. Um, <laughs> seriously, we wouldn't... I tell you what, we, what we could do with the member incentives is be like, hey, if we hit membership milestones, we'll start unlocking some of that stuff. I mean, like, yeah, well, we, we hit a membership milestone, so we're going to do those streams and not make them members only, right? Um, but for now, we've got to consider doing some of that. Doing content with a paywall... Uh, you're a small channel, it doesn't work. That's not true. Plenty of plenty of channels in the ten to twenty thousand sub range do do member incentives and they do it to great success. So that is actually demonstrably not true on the platform. There are plenty of people that do it. There's also nobody doing sixteen streams a week and not putting anything behind member pay. <laughs> like that's not a thing on the platform either. I'm giving the most content on the like I'm giving I'm giving away more content on the platform than virtually anybody. Well, maybe if you go to like an organization like IGN or something, but like that's an organization. That's a business with like employees making videos. I'm one person and I have a publisher. Like I'm I'm sorry, a publisher, a producer. I have a producer slash web manager slash strategist. I have Creature. Like it's me and Creature. That's it. Like even the channels that are getting uploads, like I'm not doing that. Creature's doing that. Um... You're doing more streams, but you still do about the same amount uh, of hour over on Purple. You would stream for eight hours or more, and now it's only six. I used to be able to listen all day, and now I can't. Yeah, that's true, but 
that was also a different world. Like, you could just boot up and hang out all day over there. We don't have that luxury. <laughs> um, if you're tuning in and you like Halo Infinite, we've tried to cover Halo Infinite as regularly as we can. What are your thoughts on Halo Infinite Battle Royale? If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, please do so. Uh, that way you can talk in chat. And uh, hit the like button as well. <clears throat> We were going to play Godfall today just to see what it was like with this big, huge update that they did. Sadly, uh, we're, we're probably not going to be able to. Um, I don't. What an absolute bumbled launch! They promoted this, advertised it, April seventh, Godfall, yay, Godfall, and you can't install it on the Xbox. Like, what a fail! Um, like, don't draw my attention to something that I can't do. That's just a terrible marketing strategy. <laughs> Make sure and vote in the poll as well. Uh, We've gotten 644 votes on the poll. Halo Infinite Battle Royale. Are you interested? Uh, It's a 60-40 split. Dead, dead even. 60-40. Not dead even, but like nice and clean 60-40. Before it was like 59-41. You may beat Elden Ring today. We're, we're wanting to put Elden Ring back on Friday for From Friday and roll it over into New Game Plus so it gets a little less ragey. Um... I know, <laughs> I know a lot of you don't like watching because I rage out. Like the from from software guys love it, but a lot of you don't, <laughs> and I understand. Um, for videos that you upload but don't do live, uh, do you not have ads or get any ad revenue off that? We don't do a ton of uploads, but the uploads that we do, yes, yeah, that's but that's a much smaller channel. Like Reforge updates is not is is not a revenue driver for us. It's it's it could. In a couple of years, it's just going to take time to grow that channel. Like, Reforge updates, sadly, videos will trend and get a lot of traction, but they don't convert They don't convert into subs because it's like, oh, thanks for the info, and then they keep going. It's that short, short-form content is hard to generate subscriptions with because it's short-form. It's super quick. It's like, oh, thanks for the info, and then they keep on cruising. Little four-minute video, bam, and then they're gone. Live streams tend to do pretty well. Longer form content does to, to, tends to do pretty well for generating subs. Um, our format is just not... We're not at scale. We're just... We're not at a scale. Like, really giant YouTubers are at scale. Like, they... The ad revenue is wonderful. We're not there. So we got to live off of the, the coffee, the sponsorships, and the members. And I've got to be smart about that. You know? Maybe a percentage off the coffee orders for members. Maybe that would get some members to try it for the first time. Maybe that would get them to order more. Maybe that would be make you want to be a member. Like, right? Like, all these little things add up. Wasn't Godfall the crappy PS5 game that was as bad as Rise, Son of Rome? Yeah, T-Bone has actually come a really, really long way. It really has. They did this big, huge free update a while ago. Uh, to let people like basically enjoy the end game, and then they and then they said, yeah, April seventh, it's going to hit other platforms. You know, it's going to hit other platforms. I think the Central Eastern Time Zone hurts for these uh, same day launches. Seems they usually launch Pacific. Yeah, yeah. I like. What are you doing? You know, why wasn't it installable at midnight? That's so odd. Do a full co op playthrough of Elden Ring. Summon people every time you can. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think I'm just going to enjoy New Game Plus <laughs> for a while. That's a decent idea. I'm not a coffee drinker, but hearing about the low bitterness has me interested. A lot of people, Slow Mobius, a lot of people that that order the coffee regularly right now, like they've become a regular purchaser, they start with the light roast. It is. I've had non-coffee drinkers say they like this. Um, I've had 
Uh, I've had non-coffee drinkers say a little bit of creamer is all it takes. I've had coffee drinkers say they ditch the creamer and go black. They just drink it black. So our light roast is the one that most people start with. Um, it's already uh, free to watch now, but I've been a supporter of Lono content for years. Uh, there are better ways. There are better ways. This isn't one. I'm not sure what you're trying to say, GNS. Uh, Echo says, I'm going to be real. The light roast is incredible. Yeah, I drink the light roast every day. My wife likes the, the dark roast and the holiday roast is no longer available, but that's what she likes. It irks me when games don't release on EST, but I guess I'm also biased. Why not just release midnight your time zone? Like, why is that so hard? Like, I don't care about EST. I'm not trying to be like geocentric, like the world revolves around the Eastern time zone. But for Frick's sake, like if you say the game's playable on the seventh, then why can't I install it and play it midnight my time? Like that's so freaking bizarre. Italian sweet cream is the way to go for the coffee. Yes. Yes. My wife is not a fan of creamer in her coffee. And she said, there's just something about Italian sweet cream paired with rageless roast, like paired with the light roast. She's like, it's like the perfect combination. Why don't you do highlights? I think they're easy to make and might pop off. We don't really have time. We don't really have time for that. What we have to do, Sex Boy, like just just to be real with you guys, kind of on the back half of the stream, what we have to do is work within the confines of what we're already doing. Am I already doing something during the day that we could like lightly turn into an opportunity to motivate membership? Let me show you. Let me share with you guys some of the ideas that we've had. Okay, let me just share with you. So, bringing the Friday night stream back here with Madam and just making it a members-only stream. Not members-only chat, like, literally a members-only stream, okay? Why would we do that? Well, because we're already doing it, and viewership's really low anyway, and it's kind of like an extra stream. My normal stream routine Monday through Friday wouldn't change if we do this, but I think it's totally fair to be like, look, man, if I'm going to be coming down here every Friday night with my wife and putting on a show... We feel it's fair to, to, to make that a member perk. I think that's fair. That's not a normal daily routine for the channel, okay? Um, and the other thing we were considering is like, what if every Thursday afternoon on the channel here on gaming, we just did an extra stream? So you'd get your morning talk show, you'd get a little bit of gameplay, and then we did like a third stream that was members only. So that would, again, be extra. We wouldn't be like taking away the talk show or the gameplay from you but it'd be like an extra stream and what if that stream was in my mind something that any member could partake in even if they weren't there live so maybe all throughout the week you could submit using that command like you know you remember the question command maybe you could use like an opinion command or a hot take command and you could submit a totally off topic opinion or hot take on something with gaming that you want me to debate with or interact with on Thursday. We'd call it like the Thursday throwdown, right? Because, like, let's say I'm talking Halo and you're like, Lono, did you see that guy get banned from Valorant? Jake Lucky called him out. What's your take on that? I thought it was just trash talk. You know what? I'll debate your point. Type up what you think, submit it as a hot take. It'll hit a form, it'll hit a spreadsheet. I'll handle that on Thursday Throwdown. That's off topic. I don't want to talk about that right now. It would have to be gaming related, right? I don't want you to ask me something political on my gaming channel. Okay? 
is that something that would drive like stream with madam and then a once a week members only stream where like you could have submitted something on a Tuesday and you, you'd have to watch it later if you can't make it right you'd be like oh man Thursday throwdown I want to see what Lono thought of my, my my opinion my hot take my whatever right creatures like well why would somebody do that I'm going to spend money so you answer my question five days later four days later I'm like no we would say listen Sometimes you guys have questions, ideas, hot takes, or opinions that are way off topic, and I don't want to engage with it because I'm actively talking about Halo or Elden Ring, and you want to know about some other game or some other thing going on. That's what Thursdays would be for, for members. Because we like the idea of immediate satisfaction. Like, you become a member, and you can immediately use that command in chat, and Nightbot would grab your thoughts and throw it on a spreadsheet like form for me and then I would reference it on Thursday so if you can't be there Thursday no worries the VOD's there for you you got to submit your thing through during the week right we would do a very similar thing over on Reforge Radio we're thinking of doing a Friday afternoon stream with Madam on radio and you could submit questions all week that Madam's gonna answer like hey Madam what do you think of this weed legalization thing what do you think of this situation with this swimmer right get madam's perspective on a, on a friday and if you're a member you can watch that stream with madam and you can submit questions for her all week do you see what i mean it's immediate satisfaction you can immediately cash in on the benefit and submit a question or a hot take and then it's used in a segment later right and then the Friday night stream with Madam. And we all are also considering doing like a once a month community game night here on the channel for members. Like a once a month thing like, hey, um, you know, once a month we're going to, this month we're going to play Fortnite. This month we're going to play, you know, because I think Fortnite no build squads would be an absolute freaking blast, right? Because it's free. Who the frick cares? Let's just go play no, no build squads and just see if we can have some fun with this game. Let's play some Halo Infinite. They just did an update. There's a new season. Let's go play some Warzone. And we just do members only once a month. Let's play some Jackbox, right? You want that? You want to ask Madam questions? Yeah, we knew that one was going to be a hit. We knew that one was going to be a hit. <laughs> I'm really interested in her take and opinion on things because you two are very freaking different. Yeah, yeah. We knew that one was going to be a hit. <laughs> We knew that was going to be a hit. Will the question be only gaming-based? Well, if you have a non-gaming question topic, you'd have to take that over to radio. I'm not going to answer your questions about, like, culture and politics. But there's streamer drama and gaming-related drama that happens, like that guy that had 7 million subs on YouTube and he got banned from Valorant for going off on a tirade, and you got Killer Keemstar acting like it's just trash talk. I, I will debate Keem live on my channel. Open invitation to the gnome. If he wants to come debate an actual intellectual instead of just churning up his viewers about, you know, and, 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 and race baiting and going after Jake Lucky. The frick, bro. You want to debate somebody who's actually educated and intellectual, I will fight you on my channel. <laughs> like, that situation was so dumb. But that's an off-topic hot take, right? If you want to know my thoughts on that, we would kick that to the Thursday gaming members only stream right I like the idea it's like a respin if you're Q Q&A that you used to do yeah creature was like we need to bring back q and I'm like we can't bring back Q&A 
the the channel is so good right now it's so organic this show is so good like reforge gaming as a show is so good i was like we can't bring back q a it's too disruptive but what we can do is say hey guys I'm, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Lego Star Wars today, but if you want to know my thoughts on the fact that Ghost Recon got sh- Breakpoint got shut down, and are those NFTs worth any money or whatever, if you have a hot take on that situation or an opinion, and you want me to interact with or debate with your opinion or hot take, use the command. I'll do that on Thursday for members only, right? So if somebody comes in and has like a sidebar issue, like, man, Lona, did you see this thing? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, we didn't really want to do a show about that, but we'll kick that over to Throwdown Thursday. If you got an opinion, I'll debate you with it. I'll debate you. No problem. Not exactly what I said. Well, that's not exactly what he said. The spirit of what he said was bringing back Q&A in some fashion would be good because people loved it. People loved it. He said the two main drivers when you were on purple was, has he done the talk yet? And has he done Q&A yet? Like, those were the two main drivers. He's like, well, you're not really doing that anymore. You're just having this amazing talk show, and there's no barrier of entry. People can just come in and be a part of the show. And I'm like, yeah, I I think that's good. How can we enhance it? How can we add to it? How can, as he's saying in chat, how can we evolve Q&A? I think you do a better job of interacting and reading chat organically than when you did with Q&A. Yes, and I think one of the reasons is because we stay on topic. I've been a little bit more rigid with staying on topic lately, and I think it's made the shows better. And I think I could say, hey man, somebody just came in and asked me about this other situation, this other game. I could be like, look man, if you're a member, you can submit that as a question, opinion, or hot take, and we'll get to that on Thursday. And if you can't be there, you can always watch the VOD as a member. I would spend another five to ask political questions on the other channel. Unfortunately, I can't watch them live. Uh, but I always watch in the afternoon. Yeah, but you could submit it as a comment, Sichuan. I'd see the badge, and I would add it to the form and be like, hey, he wasn't there to submit a question in the live stream, and I would I, I would, I would, chop it up on Friday with Madam. 100%. I'd be like, hey, man, that's, that's a member right there. He just submitted a question as a comment. You know? He wants to know what we think about this situation with Joe Rogan or whatever, or anything going on in the world. You know, Louis C.K., like we talked about yesterday. And we would chop it up on Friday. I have, I, have no, I have no problem doing that. We just, listen, I want you guys to know, if you're lurking and listening right now, or you're not a member, I just want you to know, I want to be extremely careful about this. This is why we're having a conversation about it. I want to be extremely careful with this. Because I understand, we have been through hell and because we've been through hell we've lost a lot and we had to move the show over here we had a channel on the cusp of 50,000 subscribers and we bailed on it and brought the show over here why? because we needed to the the show wasn't going to survive over there okay and when we did that it kind of sliced up the membership so now we're like both channels have their own great identity and both channels could have their own great member driver but we don't want to upset people. Right? Commands work in Discord. You don't have to be here to use it. That's true as well, Sichuan. That's a good point, Creature. You could always stop by the Discord and use the... Whatever we call it on radio, right? We would call it... We would just use the Madam command. Use the Madam command and it'll get put on, you know... You know... The the Madam... The Madam mix-up... Uh, Madam mashup on Fridays or whatever we call it. So... Again, perspective. 
I'm currently doing 16 streams a week. We're adding, we're considering adding a 17th, and none of those streams are members only. And virtually everybody else that does stuff on YouTube has content behind the member button, and we don't do anything. And since we came over here, we peaked in December, and we've done nothing but lose members on both channels since January. And it's because we give no reason to push the button. Like, I can't take it personal. I cannot expect people to push the button if I'm giving you literally no reason to. You get a badge in emotes. That's that's not a strong enough reason for newer viewers or newer subs or newer listeners. That's not a strong enough reason. Like, it's not fair for me to be like, hey man, we, we got we got, we've got a member goal. We we, we won't have we we need some members, right? That's just it just isn't fair. It's it's it is not it's not a good enough driver. Uh it, it, we, we need a legitimate reason to push the button. We need a legitimate reason uh, to push the button. <clears throat> I miss Q&A playstations with Madam and Roundtable, so something like that I would join up. So you mean to tell me I would uh, I should have just waited until now to be a member? I'm <laughs> just kidding, dog. I know you're just kidding. I, yeah. I like I I genuinely I genuinely feel bad because like if we were if we if our if our main hub of activity was still over on the bigger channel this wouldn't even be a question. You know what I mean? We'd be sitting over there on, you know, 50 to 60,000 subs and just having a ball and just doing member incentives and nobody would feel a certain kind of way about it. Why? Because all the members would be in one place. But in September, we made an incredibly scary decision to move the show, and it worked, and because it worked, we're facing, like, a very unique problem. We have two channels with completely different identities, and we're giving, we're, we're offering zero member incentive. If you missed the roundtable, you should be tuning into radio. We've had six guests so far. Yeah, we've had a pretty good good rotation of guests. Personally, you put out enough content to justify the $5 without any other perks, says Mick. Folks spend twice that much on lunch every day. I know, but I don't I don't think that's a... Fi- I, I don't know. I think it's on me to create reasons to push it, not just because you like the content. Like, people like you are worth your weight in gold, Mick. Like, seriously. We wouldn't be here if we wouldn't have had people buy in and double dip. I'm just being totally honest with you. We wouldn't have been making enough. We would have... It would have... I would have had to close up shop. The fact that we switched over here in September, people bought in, believed, and have double-dipped, and have continued to kind of, you know, help us keep the lights on. If they, w- if we wouldn't have done that, and you guys wouldn't have bought in and done double-dipping, then it, we'd be done. We'd, we'd have packed up. We'd have packed up and, and gone home. I'd, I'd have to take my ball and go home a long, well, not a long time ago. We probably would have gotten into January, February, and I'd be like, yeah, we gotta pack it up. You know? We gotta pack it up. So yeah, I mean, the people that have been doing that are worth, you guys are worth your weight in gold, but that can't be the only reason we ask people to push the button. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a good business strategy, right? When you're, when you're in a culture, when you're in a culture of spending like purple, you can do that. That's a, that's a spending culture. You can just boot up and be like, hi, and then you're making money. Like, good morning, bing, 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 thanks for the subs. Like, that's how, that's Purple's culture. That culture ain't here. It just isn't here. You, you literally have to give people a reason to push the button or they won't. And I think 
on one hand, I think that's fair. I think it actually makes you work harder. It makes you more creative, more innovative. It makes us have to think stronger and longer about like, we got to create great content. We got to give people a reason, right? I think that's fair. It's just a different ethos, a different environment. It's a different ecosystem. Um, people do be uh, hella cheap if you watch a stream even two times a week and can't kick the stream five bucks a month I'm telling you Crispy like I just I don't think that's ever the posture I want to have like at one level I get that I'm like man if I was spending every day in a stream like that you know I think I think I'd be able to throw him a five spot right but I don't know everybody's situation I'm not going to presume to know with all the subscriptions out there Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. My wife and I just had to start Paramount Plus because we wanted to keep watching uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like with the number of subscriptions that are out there, I understand people being like, "I can't have another. I can't have another one." I get it. I 100% get it. They're like, "Can't do it, man. Sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my wife will kill me." <laughs> like, I get it. Yo, welcome back, Daily Grind. Thank you for renewing that membership, getting that blue badge. A cooking stream would be cool too, or something like a vlog style. You don't need to posture that way, lol, I'm doing it. (laughs) I watch radio and I really like it and really like the gaming channel too. Well, thank you for supporting both channels. You can't have that posture on a free service? No. But, Robert, on the same token, I can't have the purple posture of I just need to show up and people will hit the join button. YouTube's built on watching ads. It is... And I think though, as a, but but I don't think live streams are built on that, Eugene. They're not. A live stream cannot be built on ad watching. It's too disruptive to the live environment. Trust me. If if I was if I was good about it, I wouldn't need members. I could hit ads every thirty minutes. I could hit ads once an hour, especially when we had some of those bigger days, and and it would make a difference. But I don't want to do that. That's a terrible idea. It's too disruptive. It's bad for the live environment. Live environments live off of, like, voluntary spending. What am I doing to motivate that? Right now, I'm doing nothing to motivate voluntary spending. Yo, what's good, Takashi? How are you, man? I'm cheap, so I got real-life stuff to take care of. Uh... But that, yeah, I, I don't. I don't ever like that take either, Big Memo. The average person spending money on digital subscriptions monthly is one hundred and ninety dollars, right? And when they're aware of that or in tune with that, they might think, "Man, another five dollars. I just simply can't do it." Take a strategic bathroom break every thirty minutes. Yeah, they're like, "Bro, do you have a bladder condition? What's the matter with you?" I agree. When purple starts, add one of nine. I usually just go somewhere else. Yeah. Users here are conditioned for ads. That's a very good point, Eugene. That's a very good point. They are. They're very much. They are very much conditioned for ads. Um, I would fully support you adding ads. I don't want to do it. To like, I just think it makes way more sense for me to say, "Hey guys, every Thursday there's an extra stream." Hey guys, every Friday night I'm streaming with my wife. Hey guys, once a month we do a community game night. And guess what? If you want to be a part of any or all of that, five bucks a month gets you in. Like, that's a huge value transition or transmission. Five bucks a month gets you all of that. Same thing on radio. A once a week show with my wife and you can submit questions throughout the week. Even if, So if you can't make the show, don't worry. You can submit during the week. We'll get to your question. And once a week, 
there's this there's this extra show with my wife you're gonna get her pov her point of view on this stuff that's a big value add that's something i'm not presently doing it's about cost benefit for me if i can't interact enough i don't really want to pay for subscriptions unfortunate but reality sure Right, and if there's a VOD that you can't watch unless you're a member, you might consider it. You might be like, oh man, he streamed with his wife and I can't see that? <gasps> He's going to do four of these a month. Oh, yeah, I think I'll sub. Five bucks, that's worth it. But if there, there's literally nothing when you come to the channel right now. There's nothing that's like, hey man, you can't watch this without without spending money. There's nothing on any of my channels doing that. And so I cannot, I can't in good conscience be like, continuing to ask people to push a button when they get basically nothing for it fall guys with madam oh that'd be funny speaking from my point of view that five dollars is just impossible for me due to illness and unable to work i have no subscriptions to anything uh just getting by is tough enough if i had i would sub right and hemulin you're not who i have in mind when I think through these strategies, I never think of the people who literally can't, they can't rub two nickels together right now. They're just in a horribly frustrating spot in life, right? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to put on as many dadgum shows as I can to get you through those crappy days. But for me to continue to do that, I got to have something. I got to have a funnel. I got to have a revenue funnel or I can't like the very thing I'm trying to do for people like yourself, Hemulin, a great free to access, free to listen to high value show every day. I can't do that if I don't have a good revenue funnel. I can't. It's not possible. I can't have one without the other. Last year was nothing but reaction. This year, we're not reacting. We can be proactive and plan. And I think it's time for us to start to do some member incentives. Weezy says, so in my opinion, you should do a one-minute break every hour and take a break, which obviously members don't see. No, members would still see it. Uh, Premium people wouldn't see it. That's just me, but I think you need to utilize that mindset. Yeah, premium members wouldn't see the ads, but members would see the ads, Weezy. You're thinking of purple. I went in and checked the box on the purple platform, and and paying subs never saw ads. I turned that feature on because they drove ad saturation so high, all my viewer averages went down. I was like, what the frick is going on? So I turned that feature on. Veter says, my opinion is just an opinion, but for example, today the theme is Halo... Okay, I'm not a PC or an Xbox player or the Lego show. Sorry, but I'm going to go watch some Gran Turismo, for example. Number two, I don't know, but the variation of themes doesn't grab people or me. Right, the idea, Veter, is that you get a big enough sub base so when you're not here, somebody else is. Somebody that loves Halo is here. Does that make sense, Veter? On the days where we don't cover Elden Ring, the hope would be there's plenty of people that come because they're a fan of Lego Star Wars and they're not really a fan of Elden Ring. You see what I mean? You want to fill your sub base with lots of different types of people so that you're durable. Like, right now, we're durable. I can pretty much cover anything, and we pull decent numbers. Why? Because we we have a diverse sub base. Now, we're hurting a little bit right now because YouTube's tinkering, and we did tons of Elden Ring for, you know, 20-something days in a row. I think you need to do one-minute ad break every hour. I just don't know. Wheeze. I don't know. It's a two-hour... Two, two and a half to three hour long show. I just don't know. That's a lot of disruption. Uh, 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 honestly, that's why I went back and forth on memberships at Slow Mobius. I felt that I could get the same value not being a member. No, exactly, Slow Mobius. That's, that's the thinking. 
Saxboy says, in my opinion, especially in Eastern countries, people mind memberships. Uh, they don't mind ads. I personally wouldn't mind if you did a quick ad every now and again. Um, let me help you grow your channel rather than throwing a comment in the chat. Is there an email contact I can reach out to? Uh, gaming talk show is new to me. I was in automotive industry before, and I would love to help. I mean, we have an email command, I think, don't we? You can email me at, um, I think it's just lono1981 at gmail is the preferred one. I think Creature set up a new email for me, and I just, I, when we used it before, I was like not getting email, people weren't getting them and stuff, because like spam filters, I just, whenever you do your own domain, it's like it gets tripped up. We might not have an email command. Uh, I want to read everybody's feedback. Hemulin says, I'm fine with channels having member-only stuff. I'm grateful for the free stuff and totally understand you need to make your living and I back you 100%. Thank you, Hemulin. I think if you're pulling the trigger on making members-only vids about hot topics or questions, you need to be releasing short clips uh, to drive the interest. Maybe, Mythrax, maybe. The funny thing is this convo and debate is what uh, what keeps folks coming. (laughs) That's right, that's right. I do hope you get more members, though, since having more support would allow you to pump free content my way. That's right. Uh, does it affect you if I skip the ad? Uh, I don't know how that works. We're not really supposed to give advice. Just use production at reforgemedia.com. Yeah, yeah. Creature can handle it, I guess. Um, I do need to start using the Reforge, the Reforge Media one that we own. I'm YouTube Premium, and I really can't help in this situation. Blakey, uh, Biz, apparently there's something coming for YouTube Premium where you'll eventually be able to do like a free membership to a channel. That's the rumor that we've heard. Uh, I want to read what everybody's saying about this because I think value- input's valuable right now. ADJC says, I think it's reasonable with all the content you've put out and the time you put in every day and night, I see every reason to watch and tune into your videos. Thank you, ADJC. The great thing about ads here is that you can rewind... And then go faster forward or adjust play speed. I get ads before joining the stream. Yeah, we're talking about running them during the stream. Yo, Craig with the double dip membership for nine months. Welcome back. Thank you. And Creature helping in the background and pushing you forward uh, and butting heads with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to put ads for one week <coughs> and make a re- <coughs> and make a Reforge Radio video about it. I want to support, but I just can't pay for membership at this time. That's fine. If you can't pay for it, that's not what I have in mind. There are people right now that would push the button if I gave them good reason to. I'm thinking of those people. Every day, there's probably 10 to 20 people that would push the button if I gave them a good reason to. We're not giving any reason to. You see what I'm saying? We can all accept an ad or two, says Alberto. Uh, da-da-da. It means bringing more food to the table. I just wonder if the ad revenue is enough to warrant the disruption. I pay for YouTube Premium so I don't see the ads. Uh, that uh, What if you added some sort of member competition maybe on Fridays with a leaderboard plus the leaderboard posts every week? Stuff like that just requires a lot of oversight and logistics. It needs to be within the confines of what we're already doing. Beater says, I understand that. That's why when the show interests me, I watch... Uh, because for the rest of the week I don't show up if I do a members only I wouldn't be upset uh, uh, um, I'm YouTube premium says Amanda yeah they need to bring that feature quickly because it would be so helpful 
I'm an outlier and I just throw a sub to people I find watching and enjoy. Uh, only so many streamers I can watch. Oh, for sure. Why would you get red when you can just block ads? You shouldn't block ads, though. That's such... Listen, if people didn't block ads, <laughs> I'd be, it'd be a lot easier to run them, that's for sure. A 20 spot for Ah Nobody. Definitely would watch ads. Thank you. Honestly, a nice 10% off coffee would be more than enough for me to become a member. All love, but I just don't stop in enough uh, to get a membership with an incentive like that. Right, and see, that's what we were thinking. We were thinking, because, Jared, you've said that, but other people have said, a stream with Madam? Oh, a really cool, like, question and answer session on a Thursday? Oh, a coffee? Everybody's responding to something different. So if I can tick off, like, four things that you get, it's going to hit everybody a little bit differently. The point is, is that I'm not doing that at all right now. (laughs) I'm not giving anybody a reason to push the button, and I'm like... Listen, I think it was totally fair for us to do this for the, for, the, for the past couple of months. For September, October, November, and December, I think it made perfectly good sense to not do any membership incentives because we were seeing if we could do this. Can we move the live show over here? Will people support it? And will the members come over? And will the members continue? And for the most part, you have. And now that that concept has been proven, it's like January, February, March, we did nothing and we've seen the results January to now memberships declined on both channels um Wheezy says I think it's just such a thing I honestly think it is such a smart thing it just gives you a minute for a breather like a literal minute each hour you stream for like blanking seven hours dog taking seven minutes total out of the streams isn't the end of the world put a minute of ads every hour on the hour take a minute to stretch, drink water, whatever. It gives you a minute, and honestly, you might have a great idea. Like, TSM streamers do three minutes of ads every hour, and they still have huge viewership. Yeah, I don't. I can't control how long it is. I can just hit, I hit the button, it's called insert ad. I don't, I don't know how long it is. It's probably 30 to 60 seconds. Fair enough. Honestly, you're thinking in a great direction, though, so I think the numbers will bump up. Yeah, no, Jared, I'm glad for your feedback because you're responding to the coffee. Somebody else would respond to the Madam streams. Somebody else would respond to, oh, I'd love to submit hot takes and see what he has to say. He doesn't cover every gaming topic in the world. I want to know what he thinks about this. I'm premium too. Before subscribing, I used to think, I don't want another one, but it's one of the more valuable so far. Time is a finite commodity. Oh, for sure. Yeah, YouTube premium is nice. YouTube ads for memberships on channels, push them. What Weeze is saying is honestly not a bad idea and also not unreasonable. And you take those opportunities to check on the kids, get a drink, hit the bathroom. I don't drink coffee, so 10% off doesn't appeal to me. Right, so the other things might though, Patrick, right? Like a monthly community game night or streams with Madam or Thursday Throwdown where you can submit like a, an opinion hot take or question about other gaming topics I'm not covering and you want to see what I think. Because I'm not going to disrupt the show to talk about some guy getting banned from Valorant. But I might talk about it on the Thursday Throwdown if you ask me about it. Especially if you think it was just smack talk. If you think what he was doing was just trash talk. Well, then I, well, I would absolutely love to debate you on that. Like, put your thoughts in the form of like a question or an assertion. And then I'll, I'll chop it up on a Thursday, you know. I get what you guys are saying on the ad thing. I do. I do. I just think the problem is we've shortened the talk show so much. The talk show went from being six hours to four hours to three to now commonly between two and a half 
to 245. Like, it's shrunk quite a bit. And to take that shorter show and to also weave into it a break every hour, I just don't know if that's the right call. If I was sitting here for six hours straight in a single talk show, maybe. Maybe. I'm afraid of you burning out trying to add more content than you already do. That's what happened in the past with Roundtable to Fight Night. No, that's a good word, the Italian. That's why we wanted to work within what we're already doing. I'm already streaming Friday afternoon on radio. We would be like, well, Friday afternoon radio is just now members only with Madam. We're already doing a Friday night stream. We would just make it members only. The only thing we're actually looking at adding is on Thursdays, the talk show and the gameplay would be more rigidly like two hours, like two, two. And then the, and we would do like a two hour, maybe not even, maybe like a one hour Thursday throwdown. That's the only real thing we're thinking of adding. Because I agree, I don't want to add a bunch of stuff. The idea is let's work within the framework and things we're already doing rather than add a bunch of extra stuff. Did you know that the other game made us spill the tea emote? No, uh uh-uh. You haven't shortened the talk show, you've segmented it? Well, yes, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't want that video or that VOD to have that much disruption. Let let me give you the other perspective on this that I'm I'm not talking about. We take these audio versions of these shows and we put them on all of the podcast platforms and people really enjoy watching the VOD. I don't know if every hour of just dead silence on all those platforms is a good idea, right? Right now they can listen for almost a solid two and a half straight hours before there's a break. So there's a value there, right? So I get where you guys are coming from on the, on the ads every hour, right? I do, I do, but we've just, we've got to consider, um, we've just got to consider like the content hits other places. So, okay, we were going to, (laughs) we were going, um, to do, uh, what's it called? Godfall today. Um, we were going to do Godfall today because it is hitting other platforms and we thought it would be good to show it off, but unfortunately it wasn't available anywhere to be installed. So we're going to continue with Elden Ring Endgame. We might actually beat the game today. If you don't like the Elden Ring rage and the frustration, Creature kind of theorized. He's like, I wonder if we've kind of driven some people off because we did so much Elden Ring and it's just, it's such a big switch from what you typically do. Um, he might be right. If that's the case, um, if you've kind of felt that way, uh, we are going to start having, you know, Elden Ring show up primarily. Uh, we're going to have it start showing primarily on uh from Fridays again. Um, uh, Elden Ring. Hang on. And Elden, yeah, Elden Ring Live. I gotta change the thumb. Uh, so, yeah. TJ beats the game today? That's right. Yeah, TJ's gonna beat the game today. I'm honestly looking forward to, like, um, I'm honestly looking forward to playing the game on New Game Plus and just taking a more laid-back approach. Uh, taking a more laid-back approach to the game and just and just kind of chilling. You know what I mean? 
just chilling a little bit. Like, New Game Plus is the victory lap, right? You know what I mean? So. Okay. I'll be honest, the Elden Ring was a little oppressive, but I love From Fridays, though. It's a great entry to the weekend. That's what Creature was saying. He's like, yeah, you you getting raged out and angry once a week is one thing. He was like, <clears throat> 20 days in a row or whatever it was. He said it was 27. I think it was less than that. But in any case, we did do a bunch of it in a row. <laughs> He's like, that's just too much. I know we debate a lot already, but what about a dedicated episode to a debate of something specifically like did the Star Wars movie debates? Yeah, the problem with that, Sven, is uh, how many how many gaming debates can we have? I think it's a good idea. I actually thought about that. <clears throat> I like the idea of some of the member incentives not being time-based, like the coffee, like a, like a discount on the coffee, or any time during the week you can submit a question, opinion, or hot take, and I'll address it on Thursday. So even if you can't be there, you can take part. Like trying to remove time-sensitive stuff... Because the Madam stream would be time sensitive, the once a month game community game night would be time sensitive, and the Thursday stream in and of itself would be time sensitive. But if you could submit stuff anytime during the week, because this is what I want somebody to be able to do, I want them to hit join and be able to cash in. I started to doubt whether you actually like the game you rage so much. I actually loved the beginning and the middle of Elden Ring, especially when we were in the open world and like clearing maps and stuff. I have really disliked the the end game. I have. I've disliked the boss design. And I'm not the only one. I've gotten comments on this channel and people are like, I felt the same way. I felt the end game got into a weird rut. This guy left a really, really good comment. Um, he left a really good comment. How did he describe it? He said something like, Oh, what did he say? He was doing kind of an I told you so. Because there were people warning me about the endgame in Elden Ring. He said, Like I said, the endgame is trash. I've literally done no-hit runs and it's beatable, but that doesn't make it well-designed or fun. It feels like you're not fighting evenly. It's the only Souls game like that. Uh, It gets old having the fanboys... Uh, when, like, I know how to play, but it isn't fun. It feels like you're so much less powerful than what the enemies can do. Like, I think he really struck the chord that I was trying to communicate to people. I was like, I just, it isn't fun. Like, there's something off, right? And I'm sitting here thinking, that's the game. I don't think you like the game. That's incredibly reductionistic for a game I've poured probably over 100 hours into, though. So I don't like four or five of the endgame bosses that I've faced that feel really spammy and use too much AoE. I'm not the only person saying that. There's There are people on Reddit, forums, and Twitter that I've seen say this. Yeah, right there. The last five to six bosses are admittedly too AoE spammy. There are people that have said that. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% in tune with the subset of the community that's like, this game's great, but what the frick, man? The endgame gets kind of AoE spammy. What is going on? taking it as a reduction but it's an easy way to perceive it I thought the same thing it wasn't just four or five bosses well everybody rages at these games though I raged all my way through Dark Souls 3 I raged all my way through Sekiro like I raged during Pontiff Sullivan and Dragon Armor and the Twin Princes but they're like my favorite fights from Dark Souls 3 like 
I don't know. Malekith, I think you went a little overboard on. Oh. All right, I'm going to hit ads and, and I'll be right back. You say something out of line? No, I just don't want to listen to people tell me that I don't like a game when... I mean, to be fair, Eugene, you use wikis, so you don't like the game, right? The games are designed to be non-linear, no direction given. It's all about discovery. That's part of the challenge. Part of the frustration, you use a wiki. So you don't like the games. You don't like From Software games. See how condescending it is to be like, you don't like a game because you do something that fits your playstyle or that fits your preference? You know, creature constantly telling me I didn't like the games. I didn't like Sekiro. 
right? There were elements about Sekiro I really liked. There were elements about Sekiro I really didn't like. It was like a love-hate relationship. I don't need to be told what I feel. I don't need to be told what I like. Like, tons of people play from software games and, like, rage out, get angry, get critical, and they still love the games. Like, I'm not in some unique camp with Elden Ring. You don't like from software games if you use wikis. You don't like from software games if you use video guides. Why? Because you're not playing the game the way it's designed. You're not having discovery. Like, I cannot stand this conversation because you're all hypocrites. Anybody who tells me I don't like from software games and plays them, you're a hypocrite because you do the same thing. You play and get angry, you gripe and complain, you use wikis, you use guides, you do all these things that suit your preference. So you're a hypocrite. You you don't like the game either then. Almost no one plays, nobody plays from software games and is like a purist. Everything's fair, they never complain, they never get angry, they never get critical, they never argue their preference. Yes, you, you do that. Yes, you do. Everybody does. I didn't say you didn't. I said I started to think you didn't. Well, okay. Well, fine. You said I. St- I it seemed like I started to not like it. But again, like, that's part of the journey. That's part of the journey. Like, it's hypocritical to act like, and not specifically Eugene, but plenty of people. Like, it's hypocritical to act like, like... I, I'm doing something that, like, everybody else doesn't do. Like, it's... And plenty of people did it in the comments, and plenty of people did it in the chat, and, and some of them weren't regulars. They were just being drive-bys. But, like, this idea of, like, you you don't like it or something. Because... Because why? Because, uh, because the end game feels spammy? You don't play the game the way I do, but it's clear you love these games. It just takes the right moment after a boss fight to see it. Ain't no hypocrite, sorry. No, 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 no. I qualified it. If you're telling me, Lono, you're saying, Lono, you don't really like these games or it seems like you don't like these games and you actually play them, there is no way you don't do some of the things that I do. It's, 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 unless you're some kind of weird Zen monk, like even some of the biggest fans have been like, oh gosh, yeah, I raged out at this guy, screamed and yelled. Yeah, like, Creature doesn't play the games because he's like, I would do the same thing you're doing and I think it's awful, right? And that, so that's his perspective. It's like, I wouldn't do it because I would do the same thing you're doing. <clears throat> I just got Platinum Trophy for Elden Ring yesterday on New Game Plus 2, and man, the end game is so tilting with the AoE spams. You see? That's what I'm saying, like... You know, and then the other thing that irritated me, Eugene, is like, well, it wasn't a couple of bosses. It wasn't four or five bosses. I distinctly can remember about four or five bosses that I like long-winded, criticized, and summoned on. And I felt like it just got worse and worse and worse as I went on. And and in and, and the early and mid game that was primarily exploration, like... Uh, you know, dungeons and offshoot bosses. That was amazing. I was like, this is a this is probably one of the best open world games I think I've ever played. 
I'm surprised the Dragon Lord didn't tick you off. I think it was because I could see what he was doing, Ashen. That's the big thing. He did do big AoE. He was really big, and I had to kind of run to him, but I could see what was coming, so it was enjoyable, and it felt epic. So many of the fights, it feels really difficult to tell what's going on, and you feel like that's the primary source of difficulty. It's like, I didn't... I didn't misread. So as an example, there's been some bosses in Dark Souls 3 and Sekiro. Well, maybe not Sekiro, but in this, they do like the looky-loo. They try to fake you out, right? When they successfully fake me out, I'm like, ah, that was good. I never felt like that in those fights. I felt like, I can't tell what's going on. It's it, the, the camera's freaking out. It's spammy. What, what is this? I can't even be near the boss. I'm getting AOE'd. Like, th- that dragon fight felt... I can see it coming and can therefore get out of the way, dodge or whatever. That's what some of the fights have me so tilted about. It's like, I can't, I, it's, I, I can barely see what's happening. The camera keeps breaking its neck. Camera keeps breaking its neck. So, I don't know. I just, as soon as we get on that wavelength of like, like, like I'm doing something different than every other FromSoft player, or like I'm doing something special that makes you think that like I don't like the game. It's like I, I just get a little annoyed. I'm like, y'all do the same thing. You just do it in your own way. Whether you use a wiki or guide videos or you rage out, we're all doing the same thing. We're all bringing our own preferences and biases to the table. So that's why I just immediately like whatever. Like I'm not doing this. That's why I just walked away. I was like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. You know. <laughs> I'm not going to defend myself or my like for the game, my love for the game. Sekiro, I was 100% honest. I was like, I love the game as much as I hate it. <laughs> I love it as much as I hate it. Because there were things in Sekiro that just absolutely rubbed me the wrong way. So I, I tried to be a little bit more like, yeah, I, I love and hate this game almost equally. <laughs> you know, I liked Dark Souls 3 significantly more. I did genuinely wish at that point I would have played, you know, Demon Souls, but... Give me a second. I have things set up for the Xbox because we were going to play uh, Godfall. My criticism is I wish you would take a little longer to see the full moveset of the boss first. With Melania, it was two attempts and your mind was made up. I mean, I just, I yeah, mentally I check out when you're doing flurries and the camera freaks out, right? I just, I don't know. I, I don't like that. I don't. I have a really, really hard time eating around that fat. I just get freaking irritated. It's, it's, just, it's just in my nature. It's just in my nature to be like, nope. I don't want to do this. I don't want to fight a flurry spammer. I don't. Um, uh, And who knows? Maybe too many people were coming in talking about AOE spam and how tilting the game was, and maybe it created this big giant bias and predisposition in my brain so that, like, the minute I got there and started experiencing it, I was like, dude, screw this. Like, I don't want to have to deal with this. This isn't fun. It's very possible that there's like this giant undercurrent of a, of a, now I'm like predisposed to see all the spam and all the AOE and almost immediately like mentally check out. That certainly is possible, but I definitely disliked it with the dancer 
and, and I definitely disliked it uh, in the Cinder fight. So it's like I was, I, you know, I've, I've already established I can't stand that. I hated it in the Dancer, and I hated it at Cinder. It was like so many of these attacks that just seem like if you get nicked once, you're done. Like they're just going to catch you with the whole dadgum flurry. And so, yeah, people kind of set me up to be like, gosh, they do this so much. Frick this. I don't want to do this. Right. I also have this weird thing where like once I beat the boss then I'm like, well, now I want to go back in and do what you're saying. Like, now I want to go back in and learn learn the animations and learn the cues and everything else. Like, I definitely get to that point. No, my, my our YouTube partner manager is handing me off to some other manager, and I, I need to email him because he said that my new manager would email me, and they haven't done so, so I don't know what's going on. He couldn't tell us anything. The YouTube partner managers are basically not in a position to, to do the whole... Here's what's coming sneak peeks. Like that's not what their job is. Like they're not. It's they're not. Um, they're not like given that permission, right? They're not given the ability to do that. That's not their job. That's not their role. So he wasn't able to like give me a bunch of like sneak peeks and stuff. All right, I'm gonna put a link in chat. That's there. Uh, poor little guy. I think he was an intern anyway. Yeah, he, I don't know. He seemed, he seemed, uh, he seemed new to the position. He, he couldn't offer us a whole lot. It was kind of a bummer because like me and Creature already knew quite a bit. So it would be nice if they could tell you guys something. Yeah, I mean, he'll send an email with like a, he would send emails with like announcements and stuff, but it was stuff that I had already seen. I was like, yeah, I, I know, I know about this. <laughs> I know, I know about this. So. Oh, don't forget over on Reforge Radio, we're talking about Elon Musk and Twitter today. That's going to be the radio subject. If you're if you're not going to watch the gameplay, but you like supporting Reforge Radio, so. <laughs> hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continuing our gameplay with Elden Ring at the end game. Uh, I have been a little bit critical of some of the things in the game. Didn't have the greatest experience with some of these boss fights. I still really enjoy the game and I want to finish it, but I have found some of the criticisms from the community to ring true uh, with respect to endgame boss design. Lots of AoE, lots of spam. Uh, I don't feel like I'm dueling. I feel like I'm kind of chasing really big, super agile bosses, but we are going to continue playing. I am looking forward to New Game Plus. Uh, We're going to 